It is a fantastic morning, and we're so excited you're with us. Hi there, everybody. I'm Jen Hale. Welcome into Undisputed. Alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, I am going to get my gloat on this morning before yeah, I become tolerable. How are you? I'm good. Let's get our gloat on, Jen. Let's get our gloat on. Before we go up, <laughs> let me say that I cannot wait to see what's going to happen at 10 o'clock Eastern on TNT, 7 o'clock out here in L.A., when Kawhi Leonard, the real king of L.A., returns to dethrone the phony goat LeBron James. Why, why he got to return? Where was he last year? Well, he was hurt. Oh, whoa, 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 yeah. What did they got to do with us? How did LeBron's I feelings were hurt last year. Nah. That's all that was nah, feelings. Nah. Can we get yeah. and I gloat? Can we get About a what? Can we get one gloat session in Jen and I? Well, you didn't pick the Pelicans. Whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Whoa. She did, but you didn't. As I go, you have no reason to glow. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, now you're jumping on another bandwagon. OBI. OBI. What about old Zion that you don't like? I, I don't, oh, you're gloating right. over a player you have that, no use for. That I didn't like. Here what, we go again. What was the question about Zion? Oh. The only question I had was what? I he looked healthy to me. Well, he looked healthy to me. Okay. Well, he looked <laughs> <Is> sensational <laughs> to me. <laughs> Come he on, looks Jay, come phenomenal. On, He's in an awesome mindset. He's having so much fun. Guys, let's get into it. The Nets blown out on their own court in the season opener last night against my Pelicans, 130-108. Brandon Ingram, a scorching third quarter, 28 points overall, seven boards. Zion and his return contributing 25 points and nine rebounds. KD had the game high, 32 points in the loss. And hey, in his Nets debut, Ben Simmons, just four points, gentlemen, and he fouled out. Shannon, you first. What's your biggest takeaway? Ben Simmons looked exactly like he did the last time we saw him. Skip, I'm going to say the defensive end has a lot to do with him being tired. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been well over a year since he last played meaningful basketball. Skip, I'm not talking about a little 15, 15, 20 minutes that he played in the preseason. Because, you know, you get in basketball shape by playing basketball. And I'm not saying that little conditioning that he was doing in the preseason, but in a meaningful basketball that counts towards wins and losses, we, it looked like he was winded last night. A lot of reaching, a lot of grabbing. Uh, ben is a guy that even though he's 6'10", 6'11", he can slide really well for a man his size. That's why he's made all defensive twice in his, in his uh, uh, short career. But last night, uh, on the offensive end, he looked exactly where he he picked up where he left off against the uh, uh, the Hawks the last time we saw him in a game seven. Uh, both, all of his shots came from in the paint, um, and it, it wasn't a very good a very good debut for him. That's not what the Brooklyn Nets fans had anticipated or hoped for. I can assure you, that's not what the uh, his teammates was hoping that he would put on paper. Uh, but Skip, you know, this is what we thought they would be defensively. They would be challenged. And I know they got Ben Simmons, but they gave up 130 points on their home court. B.I. got what he wanted. Zion is a handful. I don't know who thought that Ben Simmons, even though he's 6'10", could deal with Zion because Zion is two grown men. As a matter of fact, he's two and a half grown men. And you better pack a lunch. You better have a nice pregame meal to deal with that low down low. All of his shots came from in the paint. He's a handful. He get that ball and he let you let him get left. Just go, go and run on back down the court. Coach, what you want me to do? Y'all better send some help so we can cut him off. B.I. got it going. Zion had it going. C.J. chipped in. And, and that, I, I think this is a great spot for C.J. because you're asking him an awful lot, Skip. I don't think he's quite a, a two where you know, okay, A.D. is a two in, in what you call him. Well, Kyrie is saying, I don't think, think C.J. is that. But as a third option, somebody's going to have their hands full dealing with this, with this team. Great team. Great team win. 31 assists. 
13 turnovers. That means the ball was moving. It didn't stay in one place one particular time. And then the other guy, the, uh, the tall guy that wanted to trade, had 32 meaningless points. They were getting blowed out the entire game. I don't know why he came back in the ball game. That's what Skip tell me. Played mm. until four minutes and 30 seconds in the game, and they were getting blown out. Yeah, well, he's not chasing Kareem. I, he was chasing numbers. Uh. He was chasing You told me any time a team get like that and you're playing late to the ball game, you're chasing stats. Mm. He did exactly what you said LeBron did the other night. He, he was gone with four and a half minutes left in the game. Well, LeBron when, plays to the bitter no, end, no, 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 scoring no. bitter did, points. Did he play until the bitter end on Tuesday night? Mm. Let's not talk about what it's done in the past. Let's talk about recent history. Mm. So with that being said, Skip, it's going to be tough for them because I, I, I don't – look, it's one game. And I know Kyrie didn't have it going last night, but their offense is their defense. They try to put so much pressure on you by scoring the basketball. But this is a defensive challenge team that doesn't have a whole lot of bricks in their back pocket. Kevin Durant, 175 pounds. Claxton, 165 pounds. Kyrie, 95 pounds. So they don't have anybody with size and girth. Their thing is, is skill offensively. Let's put the ball in the hoop at an elite level and see if someone can keep up with us. But if they can't, on a given night, one of those guys struggles scoring the basketball, they're going to be a heap of trouble because the other team is going to be able to get what they want, when they want it, how they want it. Okay. I will begin with this. I have told you from day one, Zion Williamson is a force to be reckoned with. You have never, ever bought into that. Even when he's healthy, you haven't bought no, into no, no. that. I said the only thing that concerns nope. me is his health. But I, I have never, job. ever seen anything like the wrecking ball with skill, the, with finesse skill that is Zion Williamson. And my only X factor about last night was, will he fit right back into what was a very good team by the end of the year last year? Right. That was becoming a force to be reckoned with as a basketball team, thanks to one of the, the best young coaches in basketball who's on his job. way to becoming maybe the best coach in right. basketball. Would he blend in? Well, he blended last night because he led the team with 22 shots, and it shocked me that he took five more shots than your man B.I., the ex-Laker, <laughs> because I'm not sure B.I. loves that. And I don't know that he's going to love that going forward. But it's hard to argue when of the 22 that Zion takes, he makes 11 of them. They're all in the paint, yes, but he makes yeah. all 11 in the paint because he is virtually unstoppable yeah. in the paint. So what happened last night? Ben Simmons, right out of the box, is tasked with guarding that wrecking ball. And Ben Simmons, I don't know what he weighs. He probably weighs 230 or 40, somewhere in there. He's 6'10". <laughs> but, but he looked like a stick figure up he against did. Zion. And, and every time Zion would, would pause on the perimeter and say, he, he'd look at Ben Simmons like, they Seriously? Sent, they sent you? Seriously? R really? <laughs> and it's one dribble right, one dribble, a little crossover dribble, and then dribble, and then hard drive left. And Ben Simmons is just falling backwards, and he's yeah. got no hope. Yeah. Because this man, I I'm going to read what Kevin Durant said a couple of days back, because I, I completely, Kevin's got high basketball IQ, and he studies basketball history. When, when he speaks about the big-picture perspective of basketball, uh, I'm all ears. And he said you've seen a lot of guys Zion's size at 6'7", a lot of Charles Barkley-type, bruiser-type guys who played much bigger. Mm -hmm. But he says Zion's athleticism trumps all of theirs, including True. Charles Barkley's. True. By far, he said, trumps theirs. And when you add that to the mix, it makes him one of one. True. He is one of one. Right. Never seen anything like it because – 
the, the finesse is all also there at the rim. He, he's ambidextrous, right. and, and he even said last night, I felt a little rusty because three or four times I thought, okay, that's in, and it would lip out. Right. Okay, we'll let him kick the rust off a little mm -hmm. bit and then see what happens. Yeah. So I felt a little sorry for Ben Simmons getting thrown back into that fire against that guy right out of the box. Skip, when he put that big caboose on you, he going to dislodge anybody from anybody. that spot. It doesn't and, matter and, if it's Ben now, Simmons. Now the caboose is minus, I don't know, 20 pounds yeah. maybe. And he looks pretty good. Yeah. He looks pretty fit. At this moment, he looks pretty healthy. He had the tweak of the ankle the other night, but it didn't seem to bother him right. a bit last night. I, I'm just here to say this team was good enough last year without him that if he does blend in, if Willie Green can can make it work, and right. I think B.I. will be some issue going forward because I, he's used to scoring 25, 30 points. But Skip, he, look, I mean, he got an efficient. He got 28 last night on yep. 17 shots. Yep. The thing I don't think he'll have a problem with, hell, they all at the rim. It's not like Zion is jacking up threes, no, Skip, and pull up, up taking some ill-advised shots. In fact, he'll take one or two a game. <laughs> yeah. He took none last night. He didn't to need point. to. No? He's like, y'all can't keep me out of here. I don't and, need to and, be out and there. And by the way, it's hard to argue when you're a quote-unquote big man has four steals. Mm -hmm. He's out on the perimeter dislodging the ball yes. from people. Yes. Well, okay, so if you add him and blend him into this mix, I'm here to say, could they win the West this year? Yes, they could win the West. Sure, they could. You think they got enough outside shooting well, to win the West? Well, CJ's pretty good, right? And then, yeah. uh, but he was three, he was three uh, or nine but, last but night. Trey Murphy comes off the bench last night and makes four or six threes, and yeah. I don't know if that's going to be sustained, but that right. was pretty good. They shot 46% from three. That will work. Right. And their defense overwhelmed Brooklyn out of the box, and Brooklyn. Yeah. Is, is a little shaky. It's like, who are we with Ben? Who's going to be the point guard? And they weren't ready for the onslaught. Would you believe Brooklyn turned it over nine times in the first quarter? Well, the game was over in about five minutes because if you're going to turn over nine times yeah. in the first quarter, the score is 32 to 14 after one quarter. Yeah. Over and out. Yeah, you let a team shoot 50%. 50% from the floor, 60% from the three-point line scale. Yeah, okay. you, you shoot 30 you, and go over seven. Okay, so here's my issue with what you said about Ben Simmons. You said he looks just like the last time we saw him. Yeah. Well, that's in a regular season game. The last time I saw him on a court in a preseason game was game number three of this, this preseason he played 28 minutes that night mm -hmm. uh, against the Bucs who were trying because they lost their first three. They were, the Bucs were trying to win the game. Right. And Giannis played 32 minutes and had 24 and 14. Right. So, so don't tell me it was against Scrubs because it wasn't against Scrubs. They didn't have Chris Middleton, but it, it wasn't against Scrubs. And that night, I, I tweeted about it. I told you about it sitting right here in this chair the next morning. It looked different to me because Ben scored seven points, but he had eight rebounds and 10, remember he had 10 assists yeah. in 28 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was the point whatever for that team that night because he brought the ball up. Again, you can call him point forward, point center, point five, whatever you want to call him. He was sensational and they ran it and shot it that night. And I could not recognize that team last night because Ben shrank back to Philly level mm -hmm. last night when it was time to play a real game. All of a sudden, he got real quiet and and he he he, sh he, he shrank down to about six feet one. Right. Where he's six ten. I think he might be six eleven. Sometimes right. when I see him standing up next to that, and, that, and that's what I mean, Skip. When I say when I say he looked like he looked like Ben the last time we saw him in a meaningful game, he shrunk under the the, the, uh, the to the occasion. Look, I I did not expect him to to neutralize Zion because he's not big enough. 
He, he's just, he just doesn't weigh enough. And they somebody don't have weighs, anybody on the roster who can even begin to deal with Zion. Well, Skip, if you really think about it, there's no one in the NBA. Because if you're big enough, that means you're not quick enough. And if you're quick enough, you're not big enough. That's what Kevin Durant says. He's one-on-one. Charles, what made Charles so unique is that Charles was that size and he was quick. So imagine somebody that's 25 pounds heavier than Charles, yep. but twice as quick as Charles. Yes. What? what much more explosive, yeah, athletically what, what, explosive. We, yeah. we had never seen anything like Charles no, Barkley. No. A guy that could just, he could get up, get back up, get back up, and, and, and bound, bound, bound. And, and Charles could shoot at some. But this too, kid, yeah. Skip, this yeah. kid is 285, 290 pounds with a 40-plus-inch vertical. That's absurd. That's crazy. With explosion. You're not supposed, yeah. you're not, you're yeah. not supposed to be like right, that. Right. No, okay, I got it. But what shook me was I thought Ben was going to be the new center of the universe. And then I, if he's distributing, I don't care if he scores or not. Now you'd say down the stretch, down at the end of the game, you, he's going to be a liability. So right. he missed the two free throws he shot last night. But the telling tale came after the game when Kyrie was asked about the conversation he had a year ago with James Harden. When James got there, remember, I'm going back two years after, right. but remember, they had this this preseason He's conversation. A huge point. I'm or, or, yeah, he, he, he Kyrie just announced to James, "You are our new point guard. I'm the two guard." Correct. And he was asked last night. Kyrie was, "Did you ever have that conversation with Ben Simmons?" He said, "No, no, we did not have that." Because last night Kyrie clearly wanted to be in charge of the offense. Well, if you're going to be in charge, which I did not think was going to happen, where does Ben exactly fit into right. the offense? Now you have a Westbrook situation like. You do exactly what, where, how. Right. But here's right. the thing, Skip. Kyrie's not a true point guard. He's not a true, okay. true well, facilitator. Last night he tried he to, be. to be. He needs to be the two. Okay. Let, let Ben handle the distributing. Okay. So last night they both end up with five assists. Well, it's not good enough. No. And by the way, after all the preseason talk about Kyrie is finally re-engaged and he's rededicated to the cause. He'll turn okay. style. All right. Well, the, the point is, I don't mind what you say. You can have all the, the kooky opinions you want to have, yeah. but you need to back it up on the floor. You need to do what you're paid to do. What yeah. is he paid? $36.7 million. Yeah. You got to do what you're paid to do. Right. And six of 19 will not get it. Oh, of six from three will not no. get it. Kevin was sort of Kevin. He drifted some during the game. He wasn't a force, but but the game was over so fast, it didn't really matter what Kevin did. He can get his 32, and it seemed quiet and without impact on the game because the game was over as he started to score. And by the way, when he started to score for, for a while, I thought Herb Jones was just going to shut him down because he was all over him. And Kevin's like, Seriously? No. Seriously? I mean, it's, it's, it's virtually impossible because he can still he can just elevate over the top okay. of you. So, so he shot. started elevating over Herb Jones starting in the second quarter, and he'd make shots where you'd say, God, that's just too good. Right. I mean, nobody can right. stop but, that. And Willie Green just like, hey, don't worry about it. Just keep playing. Just, just keep hey, playing. That, that's, all, that's all you can do. But, Skip, the thing is, is that Ky Kyrie giving you four or five assists is not – if no. he can't – now, he can give you four or five assists if he's giving you 30, but he giving you 19 on four or five assists, that, that does nothing for you. And now you're taking the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands because what is what else can Ben do on the offensive end if no, he can't facilitate? Nothing. He's a bystander. Right. You, I, I don't know. You're playing four and five. Right. And and again, Ben is actually better on smaller guys defending because remember what he did to Trey Young right. in the Right, because he, they can't see over him. He yeah. can just engulf him. Right. And remember what Trey shoots five of twenty-three in that game seven right. when when they the, the, the Sixers fell apart right. thanks to Ben at the end of the game. But it was 
It, Trey was lucky to, to overcome right. five of 23. Right. Okay, so that's what Ben does best. Now, I remind you, the last two years he played, he made first team all yes. defense. Well, last night, he looked hapless and hopeless on defense. Well, I don't know how many times he had to guard Zion. Okay, well, that is a fact. And, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, Zion is going to do that to everybody. I, to I'm not sure anybody has an answer to him no. when he's like that. Right. And, and he's also playing with joy last night. Like, right. I, I wanted to see some new joy from Ben Simmons, and I saw none. none. He, he looked... He looked scared. He looked scared. He, 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 scared. he was overwhelmed. I mean, if I'm playing Zion, I'm, I'm just going to, like, encourage him. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to give you that 15-footer. Go ahead and take that 15-footer. I don't want him anywhere near the rim because I can't stop him. I can't stop him. All I can do is just file him. He, he, he had a little grin on his face when he'd have the ball in the perimeter because he, he just looked, he looked like, at like, really? Y'all got being on me? Y'all seen this yeah. little help defender, Kyrie, you reaching? KD? Yeah. Come on. He's kind of looking at all the nets like, Seriously? That's, okay, watch this. Yeah, but Skip, I mean, they're going to have to – I mean, when, when Steve Nash says, I don't care if he shoots. Skip, that's like saying the – I don't care if the quarterback ben, completes a yeah, bend. Yeah. I don't care if he completes – Skip, you know you can't run your way to a – you can't play four on five. The game, there might have been a time back in the 80s and 90s you could get away with a guy not shooting. Okay. But not today. So not for those who game. didn't see the game, let's see the th three shots, grand total of three shots that Ben did attempt. He did make two of them. Can we see what those look like? Because this is about all you're going to get at this point from Ben Simmons. Okay, well, that's – oh, he can do that. Yeah. He can still do that. that. That was pretty good. And he can still do – Miss. Miss that. I thought he had that one. Yeah. And then we got one more on a Kyrie steal a and a lob. He can still dunk, mm -hmm. okay? And that's all you got. And then he shot two free throws, if we could see the two free throws. And every time he shoots free throws, I say, well, the form looks okay to right. me. but Just put it in the other hand. But there's no trust. We, we talked about that. That one just looked like it slipped off the palm of his hand, which won't work. Too hard. Yeah, now he tried to overcompensate. Yep. Overcompensate. So here we go again. I think we're going to do See, both of them again. Front of the that rim. One, so yeah, now, nah, that, okay. that, that came off the, yeah. the, the edge of the palm and then too long. Okay. But the, the actual motion of it looks okay to me. Right. But we talked about he is ambidextrous. Maybe he should just give it up and try to shoot right hand. Like Tristan Thompson did. Because sometimes he'll shoot the best in the lane on his little eight footers w with his right, right hand. Correct. Okay. So that brings us to Kyrie Irving. Uh, two days ago, he said, that the, the Kevin Durant trade request made us better. And, and I, I will agree with the premise in part because it, it was so shocking because Kevin was basically saying to Kyrie, I don't, I don't want to play with you anymore. Right. I want out from under you and all of your shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And I think Kyrie took it to heart. And what he was trying to say is it jolted all of us awake where we all had to, to look in the mirror and say, who are we, what are we? And I think it meant a lot to Kyrie that he did get a do-over with Kevin. Right. And, okay, now we start fresh, we clean the slate, and, and here we go. Well, I, that was before this game, obviously. I didn't see th that kind of body language last night. I thought I would see a new intensity from all of them, but they got off to such a terrible start that, that all of a sudden they all sort of had give up body language right. after the first quarter. I think the thing also, Skip, is that 
Kevin Durant trade request, and it, it basically they, the the organization said, Kyrie, we tired of your bull job. Too. That is true. He's not the only one tired of your yep. bull job. We tired of it. That is And so fact. if it if it forced you to take a look at yourself to realize the way you're going about your business yep. is not is not what the organization deem is appropriate. Okay, well, hey, but at some point in time, you say hey, it brought us closer together. You got to, you got to put that on. You got to prove that. We're gonna need to see. We're gonna need to see that. Scott. Yep. So are, are you are you concerned? Are you concerned? Okay, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to chalk last night up to Zion. Okay. I'm going to chalk it up to a team that I underestimated because I wasn't sure how Zion would fit back into the mix. Okay. But, but I'm here to say they were just way better than the Nets are at this stage of the season. But Skip. I'm I'm not writing the Nets off. Skip, do you realize that they got out-rebounded 61-39? Look, look at the offensive rebounds. They got annihilated. 21-9. 21-9. And Valanchunas is a beast yes. too. Yep. And he and Zion fit just fine together. Yes. Because the thing is, not only can he rebound, but he can shoot the three. He got three-point range for a guy his size. And by the way, on the Nets telecast last night, they did something that I've been thinking about all along. They put pictures of Travis Kelsey and Valanchunas up against each other, and they look like they're twins. And, and their, their personalities are the same because they're big, open personalities, yeah. big, happy guys. And, and, and his personality rubs off in a good way, as yeah. sort of the senior leader of the Pelicans. Right. So what an opening night that was for the – what a launch that was for the Pelicans. Yeah. And I think the Nets are going to have to go back to the drawing board, but they're going to have to reach down and say, do we really want this? Do we really want to redeem our – is this our redeem year? I, I couldn't see it last night. Although, just last quick point, there's obviously no Seth yet. There's no Joe Harris, and I'm not sure they're going to have Joe Harris because it sounds like his ankle is a mess yeah, still. Might, yeah. And T.J. Warren, I think, will help them so they didn't have those three guys, so they didn't have all their firepower. Okay, on the offensive end. On the offensive end. At, at what point have you got to okay. stop somebody? you got to stop somebody, and I thought Ben was the new X factor, but, but he got thrown the toughest assignment right. you could get thrown on opening night. I mean, Skip, look at these starters with these plus minuses. Minus 23 for KD, minus 27 for O'Neal, minus 15 for Claxton, minus 18 for Kyrie, minus 26 for Ben. Okay, but all you need to know, it was 32 to 14 after one quarter and the game was over. Yeah, they gave, Skip, they gave up 72 in the second half. You talking about the first quarter, they gave up another 72 spot. It was not pretty. <laughs> and the body language was scary bad. Man, KD might, yeah. KD might say, hey, okay, he, I, I received, I want, another, I want another trade request. You know what? <laughs> I'm sure he had some second thoughts last night. Like, am I going to be stuck? Because that's only one of 82 that right. you got to live through. It's just it's something about opening night, that first game skip, and it, you don't want to lose in an embarrassing form like, like that. that. Not at home. Not at home. I hear you. Way to go, Jen. Really, guys, don't let me interrupt. Feel free yeah. to keep going. No, nah, there you no, we go, honestly, Jen. We glow today. Pelicans we... headed to Charlotte to face the Hornets next and the Toronto Raptors Dub. coming to <laughs> Brooklyn Dub. to face the Nets on Friday. Still to come this morning, gentlemen, let's dive back into Russell Westbrook. Uh -oh. Who's he's blaming for that hamstring injury? Plus, was Tom Brady yelling at his O-line? Was it maybe a good thing? That and no. more coming up next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Russell Westbrook started in the Lakers season opener after coming off the bench in their final preseason game. Westbrook cited that Darvin Ham not starting him the final preseason game, that is what led to his hamstring strain because he wasn't sure how to stay warm when the game started. Shannon, how do you explain this? <laughs> what happened was Russell moped and complained behind mm. the scenes mm. and Darvin Ham put him back into the starting lineup. The thing... <laughs> I don't know how to do it. What you do is that you get on the bike until it's time for you to come in. You keep the legs warm. Or you put a hot towel compression on your knees, on your on your hamstrings, so they stay warm. That's what you do. That's what other guys that stay on the bench do. Some of them ride the bike. Obviously, if you're used to being in that situation, obviously your body's used to it. But when things are different, you have to do different things. He did, and the thing was, Skip, he didn't even try. Man, what, hey. Well, I've never come up the bench before. I mean, you come out. So, so what do you do? How do you how do you get warm? How do you get ready to go to, into the ball game? Instead of, you know, starting the ball game, I, I'm not going to probably go into probably the five or six minute mark. What do I need to do? You think he asked anybody? No, no. He just sat over there and went in there and tried to be the same player, tried to be explosive as he once did, and then boom. That's what happened. I mean, it's just like, Skip, if a quarterback, you see the quarterback, Skip, when the quarterback gets hurt, and the first thing he do, he start loosening up his arm, don't he, Skip? He start throwing on the sideline before he ever get it. He just don't run it on the field and come on, let me throw a pass. Mm. He, hey, come on, come on, let's, let's, let's just warm up throws. A pitcher, when they bring him out the bullpen, what the closer doing? He just don't run on the field and just start throwing fastball, Skip. He's down in the bullpen. <laughs> Man, this dude get, just give you all these excuses. That's what it was, Skip. He just, it's, it's, Russ is going to start uh, for the foreseeable future because he's going to cause too much uh, of a commotion if he doesn't start. Russ is, everybody talks, Skip, everybody says, man, I want to win a championship, I want to win a championship. But there are very few willing to sacrifice what it actually takes to win a championship. Mm. And there are sacrifices that comes along with winning the championship. You don't think I wanted to catch 100 passes for 12, 1,300 yards every year, Skip? Yeah, and could have. But is that the best way for us, the Broncos, to win a championship? No. Mm. Run the offense through TD. And then Rod, Shannon, Ed, you eat after that. But TD gets the first helping. Mm. TD gets 25, 30 carries. And whatever's left over after that, y'all got divided up. Mm. That's it. Let me tell you some of the guys that he's played with. Kevin Durant is a top 75 player. LeBron James is a top 75 player. Anthony Davis is a top 75 player. James Harden is a top 75 player. Russell Westbrook has made the finals one time. Mm. 
with one, two, three, four top 75 players, and then he himself is a top 75 player, and Bradley Beal is a multiple-time All-Star. And he's made the final. Oh, and I forgot Paul George mm -hmm. is a multiple-time All-Star. Sure. Yeah. And he's made the NBA Finals one time. Yep, that's all you need to know. Now, we say Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is, 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 a, is a top 12 player. LeBron James, okay, he's a top 10 player, even if you don't want to put him in the top five. James Harden is one of the two or three best. What probably He's probably the second best, uh, three, third, uh, third best. I got Jordan, obviously, Kobe. And he's the third best two guard. Mm. So what is it? Mm. So what is it? Kevin Durant goes somewhere else, whoo, gets the title. LeBron wins title with D-Wade, go Kyrie, Anthony Davis. He yep. comes there, barely don't even make the playoffs. Not even the player, don't even make the playoffs. Mm. Okay, my turn. I'm here to tell you, Mr. Sharp, that the backstory of how Russell Westbrook just went from demoted back into the starting lineup <laughs> to promotion is not getting to promotion. Well said is not getting nearly enough attention. As soon as Russ tried to come off the bench, quote unquote, played five minutes, missed two threes and had two turnovers and walked up the tunnel with a slight limp. I immediately tweeted questioning whether he actually had a pulled hamstring. <laughs> and I, I don't read my ads or my mentions, but Ernestine follows any reaction I get with, with Google alerts. And right. she said, oh, you're, you're getting bombarded. People are taking you to task because, for even suggesting, suggesting that, that maybe not be, not be hurt. Well, I don't think he was very hurt. I believe what happened is exactly what you just said. And if that's true, then the new sheriff in town, Darvin Ham, for whom I have high regard, now we got to see how he does as a head coach, but he's already crumbled at the feet of Russell Westbrook. He, he already folded his tent because somebody leaked to Woj at ESPN the fact on Friday that he is being demoted to the second team. I don't know where it came from. Woj has excellent sources, obviously, but somebody wanted that story out there ahead of what was going to happen because they didn't want in the final preseason game for the world to wake up and say, wait a second, Russ just came off the bench. Right. They wanted it out there to, to sort of, it's a trial balloon to start with just to see how the world would react. Right. But they want it completely clearly known to all the world, especially to Laker Nation, we're going to try this tonight, and this is where we're headed. And then before the opening night game, Tuesday night at Golden State, Darvin Ham doubled down on it with, with or I'm sorry, this would be Monday, be Monday. Right. And he said, no, it's not a demotion, it's a realignment. So you've got a new spin doctor. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. we're trying to make it better for Russ's right. ego. Well, one of two things happened. It's either what you just said, where Darwin finally just threw his hands up and said, well, I guess I can't manage this situation because he's just not going to be happy. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure behind closed locker room doors or office doors, Russ threw a fit over this. Right. To the point that everybody within the organization said, well, this is not, it's just not going to work, right. which is what you said all through the preseason. If you demote him, it's not going to work. Mm -mm. Okay, me personally, I don't care if it works or not because he doesn't <laughs> belong in the starting lineup because they don't look right with him in the starting lineup. Right. And I, if you remember going into Tuesday night, I picked the Lakers to shock them on ring night up at Golden State because I bought the fact that he had a hamstring pull and he wasn't going to play. Right. I thought he's going to be out a week or two. And I thought, you know what? They're going to come out happy because they're going to say, 
we don't have to deal with the Russ predicament tonight. And no he started. Right. And he played 31 minutes. And he was right in the middle of everything. And it's hard for LeBron to overcome it because I don't like LeBron and AD's body language when he's on the floor because I think they just don't. And that's what the irony of Charles saying, the Lakers have sapped the joy out of Russell Westbrook. He sapped Westbrook. their joy. He, he sapped their joy. He did. He said it starts with LeBron. I, I don't like LeBron's look, and I, and I don't blame. I'm not Chris. I, I'm with LeBron on this one. It's hard to play with him. It's why Kevin left Oklahoma City. It's just hard. If you have high basketball IQ and you know how the game is supposed to be played, mm -hmm. and then you watch. Could, could we just see to remind everybody the four turnovers that Russ had? These are just four. Now, he averaged 3.8 last year and almost led the league in turnovers until the last three games. But if we just to remind everybody just how bad it gets, this is just so bad. It's These aren't even – come on, Russ. What, what was that? And then, of course, we've always got – come on, Russ, Russ. Steps out of bounds. And as you say, that's like twice a game he's just going to step out of bounds. Yeah. Well, that that's having – no feel for where you are in the basketball court. It's it's you're the point guard. Skip, sometimes great players have to make sacrifices. Yeah. Look at Jordan Poole. They just gave Jordan Poole 35 million. He still comes off the bench. They gave Tyler Hero 30 million. He, he still comes, comes off, off the bench. bench. Yeah. There are a lot. Of, Manu Ginobili could have been a starter on a lot of teams. Pop Popovich it, always made the case. If Manu was on another team, he could lead this league in scoring. And I don't. I'm talking about the young one, the one yeah. in his 20s, yeah. not the one you saw at the end. Okay. But he agreed. I will lead the shock troops. I'll be the quarterback of the second right. unit because it, it has impact on a game. If but Russ the, would buy into it, you might be better that, at that. That's what Darvin Ham was trying to tell us. He was okay. going to have an opportunity to have the ball in his hands more with the right. second unit, and he can play with more space. Uh, pace. He could use his athleticism with that second unit, and he's going to have the ball more. Well, if you put him back into the starting lineup, you're talking about, well, we needed that Joe. Well, how? You said the thing that you wanted was to take the ball out of his hands when he's on the court with LeBron and AD. So he could be with the second unit so he could have the ball and play with the place, the pace that he used to play with when he was at OKC yep. and when Bradley Beal went out when he was in Washington. He could get up and down the court and dish off. I agree. But now you've inserted him back into the starting lineup, so you've done what? Okay, so I told you. Possibility number two is that Jeannie and Rob Polinka said, timeout. Maybe it was Darvin's initiative to say we're going to demote him. And maybe they said after they watched him walk off, hey, we're still trying to trade him. And you are ruining what is left of his trade value, which I think is nil already. But, but again, you, you need to keep him in the starting lineup if you, if, if you have any hope of convincing anybody else he's got anything left for you. Skip, every other team, they get the tape of the games. Every team know what Russ is. Nobody you should know from last nobody, year. Nobody yeah. is beating down the Lakers' door no. in order to trade. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Not one team. The, Rob, first of all, Rob didn't put shooters around. I don't know what the hell he was doing. And then he got a contract extension. How the hell you don't put shooters <laughs> around AD and LeBron? You All you got was a younger team than what you had the year before. Instead of those old guys that was in their 30s, now you got guys in their 20s that don't play defense and can't shoot the ball. Well, he got your Matt Ryan, though. Not the quarterback, but the guy who used to play at Vanderbilt. Whatever. Right? But and, and that's the thing, though, Skip. So so now, so so what? What do the Lakers do now? So what? So what? 
I, I don't know. If if Jeannie says, I'm not going but, to send but, but, him but, but, home, but, you're just stuck with him. No, but I'm saying, though, but I thought, why would you, if, 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 if Darvin says, okay, I think it's best that he comes off the bench, why would Rob or Jeannie then go to uh, Darvin and says, no, put him back into the starting lineup? I don't think you can increase his value by starting him. Okay. I think, the, look, everybody knows what he is, but at least you can get some, you need to get value down. What if you try to showcase it for someone else? You need him to play well for you to win. Okay, but I can't believe that Darvin, who's a tough guy because he's a big guy and he was an enforcer when he played and a dunker who shattered backboards when he was at Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. But I, I thought he was strong enough to stand up to Russ. And I don't – this is just me. I don't care if he pouts or not. Who cares? Let him go sit at the end of the bench and sulk. What does it matter? I'd rather see him sulking at the end of the bench than sapping the joy out of LeBron and AD on the floor. So, But, but he crumbled apparently and yeah. said, uh-oh, because obviously – Russ is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be a first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer. I, I think he should be disqualified, but that's just me. <laughs> after, well, after I saw what I saw last year, it's just hard to – can you envision him as a Hall of Famer? I mean, he's going to be the top 75 no, player. No, I, I get it. But that's how Darvin must be looking at him like, uh-oh, I, I shouldn't have rattled that cage, and now i got to cease and desist. i got to back off. i got to start him. Well, I mean, look, I mean, it's another opportunity tonight. I'm surprised. I mean, I don't know who's going to be in the starting lineup for – uh, uh, the Clippers, either John Wall or Reggie Jackson is going to start. I Who do you think? Reggie Jackson. You think Reggie and John Wall comes yes. up the bench? Because John is – see, he's the flip side of Russ where he, he got the buyout and then he t came to the Clippers with sort of hat in hand, like whatever you guys need, I'm, I'm here right. to do it. But he's been, quote, unquote, humbled. And I think he's a much humbler human being than Russ ever right. was to start with. Right. I think John Wall's a good guy. Right. And, and he's saying – to Ty Luke, what, whatever you need me to do, and I'm pretty sure he's going to come off the bench. Right, but here's the thing, Skip. Russ is still sees himself as that MVP. He still sees himself as the All-NBA player. Well, remember, I'm going to say it again. Gotham Chobert dropped a big documentary on the life and times of Russell Westbrook at the moment he got to L.A. just yeah. before the season opener. Well, that's a big deal to me, and that's how Russ sees himself. Man, I sure hope they give a better performance tonight than what they gave Tuesday night. Okay. And then the other part of this was when, when I sit back and say, wait a second, Russ is starting on Tuesday night at Golden State. Then my next thought was, well, maybe he's giving him the little token start where, right. where they'll play him for five minutes and then they'll segue into he'll really be the quarterback of the shock troops J just to make him feel like he's still Russell Westbrook on right. opening night right. so that LeBron can hike it to him and make him bless him again. Right. But that's not what – he played, played right alongside LeBron and AD. Yeah. He played right along right. with them he the whole 31 way. 31 minutes? 31 minutes. It's a lot, man. It's starter minutes. He's, he, he's back where he was. He's your thorn in your side. He, he's the reason it's hard for you to overcome. It, it's it, – you know, LeBron played pretty well the other right. night. AD played pretty well the other night. And it didn't matter because somehow the whole thing looks lifeless to me with him in the middle of right. it. Right. And then the, the last point is, he did make one three, but, but when Russ tries a three from the corner like he did early in the third quarter, if we could see that, please. Um, you know, th this is the one that just, it just takes the life out of you. When, when he, he lines one up from the short corner. I think he got a rebound. No, no. no he well, he did save the rebound earlier, but they. Yeah. I got this, and he misses it by, what, four feet? I don't know. That, that ball sails at least three feet long. It's not even close. It, it, 
if LeBron sees that, it's like, what am I doing? What am I doing out here? This is this is how it's supposed to end for me in year 20? I, I have to play with that guy? Skip, you talk about LeBron saying it. What about the team that you potentially want to trade him to? They the ones that see it. Them the ones that you want to shout. Man, I sure hope they're not watching. They don't want this tape. I know. And then he made one earlier in the game. And every time one goes in, he kind of looks around like, I think he's the most shocked guy in the house. Yeah. I'd... Way to go. Russ? We're going to see. We'll... Hopefully it gets better, Skip. It yeah. can't, can it get worse? Tonight it might get worse because you got to deal with the team in the basement. You know what? That might be what it needs for some changes. You think so? Lose by 30 to the Clippers. Oh, is that your prediction? Yeah, I'm just, no, no, I'm just saying. Mm. That might be what Jeannie need to see and Rob she, need to they, see. They, they would not swallow that. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. All right, so you're rooting for the Clippers tonight. Big win? Nope, I, mm. I, can't, I cannot root against the GOAT. Okay. You mean the phony guy? No, Guys, Fox Bet has the line at five and a half. Clippers way, Skip. I know you like that Give one. Give me the five and a half. You over All right, Tom Brady seen yelling at his offensive line late in the first half team. on he Sunday is. during the Bucks' loss to the Steelers. Tampa Bay center Robert Hainsey said yesterday that it's what he and their unit want. He said, quote, I love that from him. I know we all love that from him, but that's football. That's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. Shannon, how big of a problem do you have with Brady yelling at his O-line? I hated it, and Robert Haynes is telling a ball-faced lie. He's lying. Nobody likes being chewed out, and they damn sure don't like being chewed out publicly. Even as a kid, I didn't like being chewed out. I couldn't wait to get grown, so I didn't have to listen to my, my parents tell me or my grandmother tell me, do this or do that and then getting on me when I didn't do it right or I didn't do it at all. Mm. Nobody likes that. Tom Brady doesn't like that. When Bill O'Brien tried to chew him out, he got up in his face because he didn't like it. When Josh McDaniels tried to chew him he out, really he got, got up in his face because he didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And when Bruce Aaron was calling him out, he, had a, he intervened and said, look, Bruce, I need to talk to you about something, bro. I, I don't know about that one. I need, I need to talk I to mean, you about something. I mean, I think you're, you're, no. you're guessing he no. did. Yeah, all of a sudden it stopped, didn't it? Mm -hmm. And then when it started back again, you're like, I can't believe he's doing this. Stop saying this. First of all, Tom Brady is nobody's mother or father on that field. He's a co-worker. So now you go to your job and your co-worker and your face. Man, do your job. Man, get them pallets up. Pick them boxes. Bro, you running behind. Every time I turn around, you do it. Stop it. Tom Brady in six games has been sacked nine times. The third fewest in the National Football League. They make it seem like he's been sacked like Stafford or make it seem like he's been sacked like Joe Burrow. He has not. Nine sacks. In six games, the third fewest of the National Football League. Mm. I get it. Tom Brady got 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. They 6-0. I get him yelling and screaming. The man got eight touchdowns in six games. The man is way down in the middle, down, way down, down in QBR. Way down in yards per attempt. He nickel and diamond. You know, if he believes... You know, he ain't no deep-sea fisherman. And he never really been a deep-sea, except the one year that he had uh, uh, Randy, Randy Moss. But now, all of a sudden, everything is short. Everything is shallow crawled. Everything is jailbreak screen or smoke screen or bubble screen or swing at the Leonard Fournette or hit Leonard Fournette on the check down. Mm. That's all he's doing. Come on. And then, what about this? Hey, bro, you, you had a wedding. Did, did, did Tom Brady forget that he was at a wedding mm. on Friday night? And he missed a walkthrough when there were potential checks that could have been made if they walk up and do this, Tom, we want you to do this. We want you to redirect. Mm. Did that thought ever cross his mind? Not one time did it. Mm. 
I don't mind you correcting me. If I'm not, if I'm on some bull jive and you out there balling lights out and I need to get my play up to yours, hey, John, what, what's up, bro? What am I doing? Mm. But if you out there bull, you on some bull jive too, don't you, don't, don't you step to me because I'm not the one. I'm not trying to hear all that. Mm. And he all, every time, he kicking, he yelling, he throwing tablets, he yelling and screaming. And now he kicking at Jay, Grady Jarrett and got a $11,000 fine. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, Robert Hazy is telling a lie. There's nobody in the history of man that liked being yelled at. And especially a grown, a grown man yelling at another grown man publicly. Remember, Skip, public, cameras, changes, everything. Video mm-hmm. changes, everything. Robert Hazy is lying. You know how I know he's lying? Because I've been a professional athlete, and I did not like being yelled at publicly. Bingo. You got to the heart of my issue with your issue with Tom Brady. I believe that you, Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer that you are, are projecting yourself on Robert Hainsey, and it does not yeah, work. Yeah, man, like being yelled at. No. Nope. Oh, you like being yelled at? Forget Shannon. Take Shannon out of the equation. I want somebody. I want somebody to tell me. I want to hear a man or woman that says, "I love being chastised. I love it." Not a kid. I'm talking about an adult being chastised by another adult. So I ask Skip Bayless. Shannon Sharp is out of the equation. Does Skip Bayless like being chastised? It's a simple yes or a simple no. It depends who's chastising me. It depends if I respect them. It depends if I know they love me and it's coming from a position of love. So can they do it Hainsey's quote is, that's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. He is the best is there is. Is he playing great currently? Tom Brady. Yeah, is he playing he's great not, currently? Well, he's not, as you say, stir-fry exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. but I'm saying. Okay, he's but we had met- his moments, and by the way, you say he's... Shallow sea fishing, as you call it. Yeah. Uh, remember the deep ball he threw on opening night to this guy named Julio Jones, and and that's the last I saw Julio Jones. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what happened. And that was to the him. last deep ball you saw okay. too, ain't it? And by the way, Tom Brady led the whole league in air distance last year, so he was airing it out last year. Remember the playoff game? Remember how they got back in the deep game? Remember ball. the deep ball to deep Mike ball. Evans? Do you remember that? A deep, a deep out. Okay. All right. You did hear that part? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to hear what you say. Your Brady hate is overwhelming coming from across the, the table. I have to, like, wade through it. I need, like, a m- gas mask Ernestine on. loves you. Okay. She can She chastised Skip Bayless in a public forum. I don't know. She just wouldn't. No, 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 no. Okay. Skip Bayless. Well, I don't know. She never has. Uh, but if she did, I know Skip okay. Bayless, and uh, everybody right. else knows Skip Bayless. Come on, Skip, don't do that. See, that's your problem. You no. think I'm... De- no, I'm okay. telling you because, Skip, here's the thing. I'm peeling back the curtain because of a, I was an ex-professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And I tell you the pride that these guys have. Skip, there's only there's only 1,500 men that do what 7 mm-hmm. billion people in the world. Okay, I got it. Okay, quick story. You're asking me for my point of view yeah. on this? Okay, when I was a junior in high school, we had a really good baseball team, and I was a pretty good baseball player. And I was better than the senior catcher. I was a catcher all the way up. But my coach said, look, I got to go with him because he's a senior. I need you to play shortstop. I'd never played shortstop. He said, you're good enough. You'll be fine at shortstop. Well, well, I'm on a senior-laden team, and I'm playing a position I don't don't even know. Right. Opening game against Daryl Porter. Look him up. He was the MVP of the World Series. Mm -hmm. Southeast Spartans. Cardinals. Yes, played for the Cardinals. Played for Kansas City first and was the all-star starting catcher. So, we played in an opening game, and I got thrown out at third to make the last out to lose the game at home. And the senior catcher named David Capshaw, I, th- I think he's not with us anymore. That's why I, I lost track of him. But he, he got scholarship offers. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
he reamed me out in the, whatever we called it, the locker room. I guess we called it not the clubhouse, the locker room. <laughs> and I knew he did not like me to start with. I knew he was threatened by me, and he did it in front of everybody, and I lost it. And I wanted to fight him in the locker room for chewing me out. He was correct in what he was saying. I tried something I should not have tried, but it came from a position of hate, not love. Mm -hmm. So now back to Tom Brady. I've called him the greatest leader in sports because he goes out of his way to get to know these people. He's not above it all. If behind closed locker room doors, he was an ego, maniacal, you know what, fill in the blank, right. then we'd have a different conversation. But I think they truly like to the point of loving him because he goes out of his way to connect with them, to get to know them and their families. And they know this is coming from a position of love. It's like, I welcome this because Robert Hainsey had never even played center right. until this yeah. year, never but, played but, it in his but, life but, until game number one. But here's the problem that I have is that Tom Brady thinks he can yell and scream at everybody. He's that's been not, doing it his whole career. But that's not how okay. you lead. You have to understand what works best for each individual. Somebody you can yell at. Somebody you put your arm around. Hey, bro. Okay. Hey, have you ever I, seen a team rebel on Skip, Tom Brady? See, see? Well, I don't know one. Skip. Skip. Have you ever heard any see, player, this, even veteran players, say, I hated the guy? This is what you do. If Tom Brady's wrong, you always say, well, they never rebel. I'm just telling you from a professional athlete that's been in that situation. Okay. You act like I've never played the game. No, or I don't know what the hell I'm I, talking no, I, about. I, I say you've played it at a much higher level than Robert Hainsey will ever imagine playing it. Yeah. Look, look at his numbers. Look, look at what's happening. Brady's having to deal with a rookie left guard and a quasi-rookie center who'd never played center before. Look, look at their numbers. Look at Luke Gedeke. What's happening right now, he's last in his position in, in allowing first pressures, you know, the yeah, initial yeah. pressure. He's allowed 32. That's the most given up at his position in the whole league. And Hainsey has given up the second most among centers. Remember, he's replacing Ryan Jensen, who was the, the heart of the offensive right. line you and Brady's favorite, right? Even that's the case. He's only been sacked nine times. My he thing, Skip, really my, gets rid of the ball faster than anybody. But what I'm saying is, Skip, is that the, the great part about being a leader is to know what works for best each individual player. Like I said, some guys you can yell at. Some guys you got to be funny with. Some guys you got to tell a joke. Hey, man, my mom could have caught that one. Or you put your arm around him. Hey, bro, hey, I know it's tough out there. Hey, that's a very good player you're going up against. But I know you can do it. That's the thing, Skip. You think Brady, yeah, he let go. With this. You can't, you, you cannot motivate everybody the same okay. way. Do you remember what he was yelling? Do you remember the line he yelled at the offensive line? Yes. You're better than that. It's not like you guys are a bunch of bums or I fill in the blanks with a lot of F-bombs. But you're telling me they're not better than that. You say, look at all the pressure they've given okay. up. So but are they he, better than he's that? He's saying you guys can are, you can be better. Are I've they? seen you be better. Are they, though? Well, obviously, they haven't been. <laughs> and I, what did I tell you on Monday? He posted that picture with those four lines of affirmation, like we're, yes. we're going to be better, however, I forget how it went. But he, he posted a picture, and they cropped it to show Tom being protected by Robert Hainsey and Luke Gedeke, those two guys right I, there, I, I right? Just, and I, that's I, it. I just think most people... No matter if it's a wife, it's a significant other, it's a husband. If there's something that transpires, let's get behind closed doors. We'll address it at a later date and time. Don't you, don't you do this to me publicly. That, that is the way I believe most people, most people, I'm not going to say all, but I believe most people would want it handled. And, but for Robert Hanger to say, I love it, I no, no, I don't believe that. Okay, I well, do there's this thing it. called tough love, and it works. 
as long as you know it's coming from a, a place of love, tough love. So you, you have, look, the guy's won seven Super Bowls. So, he knows how to do it. So, 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 why would why was you so upset with BA calling Tom Brady to the car carpet? You don't think BA loved Tom Brady? Well, what has BA ever done in his life? See, to, see again. Well, uh, if he had four rings, I'd say, okay, see, way to go. See? You got me. But Skip, you can't you can't do it like that because at the end of the day, that's another man. You do realize that Tom Brady is talking to another man as if he's his, like he's Benjamin or like okay. he's V. Okay, it is not. But, but Tom Brady has never, ever in a press conference called out anybody. He would never do that. He would never say, you know what? Robert Haynes, he's got he's to take it up. Skip, a I just saw the man. I, Skip, everybody just saw you. You don't have to call him out. Everybody just saw you yelling and screaming okay, in their did, face. What did Brady say on the Let's Go podcast on Monday night to Jim Gray? He said, I used to be able to, to do it in the shadows because they didn't put cameras on the sideline. He said, I get over-emotional, and now everything's on camera. Everything. Right. So I think that happened a whole lot in New England, and we didn't know about it because it wasn't mic'd up. Well, well it's, been, it's been going on. We've been knowing about it for at least, at least a decade, at the bare minimum of a decade, because we saw him and Bill O'Brien, and Bill O'Brien has not been the coordinator for at least a decade. Okay. So, we've so, so it's different when... Remember, Josh McDaniel ran onto the field after Brady had, I, I think he picked the wrong receiver. There yeah. was somebody open. Yeah. And, and Josh is, is doing the Aaron Rodgers. He's out on the field saying, didn't you see whoever but it's it was? Coming, but hold on. It's coming from a position of love. He okay. just wanted but, Tom but Brady to showing, make the white ring. That's showing see? you up. See? Now, that's that's what you don't like. But he's showing the lineman up. Okay, he's over there. They're on the bench. He thinks it's out of the way, out of sight, out of mind. And he's they're boom mics that are picking it yes. up. Yes. And so, you can so, hear the so, f So let me ask you a question. When did Tom Brady realize that there are boom mics and there are additional cameras on the sideline? Did that just happen this year? Okay. You see what you're saying. Now, you're saying that anytime somebody does it to Tom, they're showing him up. But when Tom does it, it's coming out of place of love. Mm -hmm. Well, it is. Okay, so, help me out here. What team has ever rebelled and mutinied on Tom Brady? Because if he were a bad guy, if he were that guy, if he had Carson Wentz in him, where behind closed doors he's just a bad guy, right. they would rebel. That They would mutiny. They would go to the media and say, why isn't he living up? But nobody's going to say Skip. that because they, they love the guy. Skip, I'm not, Skip, I'm not saying that they don't. But just because you love somebody, you can disagree with the, how, with the, the, the way they go about it. You think just because Tom Brady, you, you have convinced yourself, and you're not the only one, that everything Tom Brady does is correct. I just feel that that's not the case. I don't care if he won 17 Super Bowls. I don't care if he's thrown for a million yards. Everything somebody does isn't correct. Okay, he's yelling at two kids who are trying to to fill in for all-stars, for pro bowlers. Because, remember, Ali Marpet retired. So yeah. he was he made yeah. the pro bowl last yeah. year. Luke Jensen is a pro bowler. Yeah. So you're having to replace them, right? Yeah. I mean, Ryan Jensen. Ryan Luke Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, gl it's glaring deficiencies. And he's just over there saying, you guys can be better than this. But you're telling I, me they can't. Because you said they've given up the first and second most pressure. Well, so how much, so So can they be better? Okay, well, maybe he thinks I can motivate them to be better. I can scare them into it. Well, motivation only works if the person is good. Okay, well, I, I always bring up the great Jimmy Johnson, who works right here. I've never seen a force of nature like Jimmy Johnson in and around a locker room, but it was all by fear. You do know okay? Mike, Mike Irvin made the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Emmett made the Hall of yep. Fame. Uh, um, Troy, Troy made the Hall of Fame. 
I it, made it. it Want to know the truth? They were all scared to death of Jimmy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not in, saying, in a great way. But even, but even, like, you can. Uh oh. There are a lot of people that were scared of Jimmy that didn't have the talent that didn't make the Hall of Fame. No. So this notion about being scared is one thing. Being talented is something entirely different. And I'm not saying. All I'm saying is, is that you can't motivate everybody the exact same way. And just because Tom Brady has won Super Bowls, you make it seem like everything Tom does is correct. I just don't believe. Men, women do not like being chastised publicly. Okay. I, that's just that's okay. just me. But you are still projecting yourself onto Robert Hainsey. I, I tell and you the what. The problem is, if you were Robert Hainsey, you'd be making Pro Bowls on the way to the Hall of Fame. But here's the thing, Skip. The thing difference is, is that you think everybody that plays with Brady has that kind of potential. I was special. I made the Hall. Yes, I was a seventh round draft pick. And yes, having John Elway help me. And yes, having getting Mike. Dan Reeves believing me and getting Mike Shanahan to have a system that really works for me. And Jim Fossil, rest his soul, mm -hmm. coming in and installing the offense around my skill set. Yes, but I had talent. Okay, so maybe Brady would say, <laughs> I can't deal with Shannon that way. He's mostly yelling at those two kids who have to protect his middle. And what do you always tell me about Brady? Where is he most vulnerable? Right up the gut. Yes. If you can move him back off his spot, you got him. But how about go to them and say, hey, look, guys. Right now, we're not playing up to our capabilities. Mm -hmm. I believe we're better than what we're showing. I just need, hey, okay, I believe, well, I believe I in tell you. you about the split personality. It's, it's legit. It's, it's authentic. He, he goes psycho Tom during games, and I think the team just sort of, so he, he, just, that's I, I who he is. Sure he just correct. who he is. Is he the only one that's allowed to go psycho? It works for him, okay. right? Because all I'm saying, all I'm saying, Skip, is that he's not playing well. You know that he's not playing well, and the numbers indicate that he's not playing well but when you measure it to against Tom Brady. Okay. Now, if you're measuring against some of these other guys, they were like, well, Shannon, look at these other guys. Yeah, but the other guys aren't Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets measured at a different level. If you look at the biggest picture numbers, it doesn't matter because he's going to play better and better and better. And I still believe they're going to go win the Super Bowl. I believe everybody in that locker room thinks they have a great chance to go win the Super Bowl only because of number 12. Only. Starting with him and finishing with him. Number 12, they're going to have to get better defensively. And they're going to have to get a lot better offensively. Okay. It's happened again and again in his life where they've had stinkers and all of a sudden they turn it right around. Skip, we've never, we've never seen him play six games like he's played okay. this year. So I keep asking you, has he hit the wall? No, Skip. See, has he gone over see, the cliff? Try, what you try to do is that you like, is he going over the cliff? Have we, have you ever seen him play six games like he's played this year? I want to put you on the record. Have you ever? Now, I'm not talking about the one game against Kansas City, or I'm not talking about the one game against this team. I'm saying six games. Have we ever seen Tom Brady play like this in the last two decades? I don't know if you want to string six in a row, but, but they've yeah, all, that's what he, we do. He, they, they've been decent games to me they haven't been ugly the ugly game was the 2020 sunday night game on november the 8th two weeks later in the season when they lost 38 to 3 at home to their arch rival 38 to 3 yeah. and he threw three interceptions and had a qbr of four on a scale of zero yeah. to 100 that's ugly yeah. that's where everybody said tom it's time to go home yeah. tom brady tom brady has thrown the fourth most passes and has eight touchdowns Okay, and and you, you you get right to the edge of your cliff, and you won't go over. Skip, you, you need to skip, tell me he's done. Skip, is he washed? Skip, it doesn't. Is have, he washed? See, that's what okay. you see. What you try to do is say, is he washed? Talk about the six games. Okay, I got you. You're you're right. He's horrible. 
And now what? Where is he going, Shannon? I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot. I, don't know I need you. Yeah, your seat's getting hot and hot. I don't know where he's going. Say he needs to go Skip. home. Wait a minute. For the record, you've told me for six straight years it's time for him to go home. Skip. You've told me that, Skip. and you want you get right there Skip. again. No. Say it's time, Skip. and we're good. See what you know. What you're trying to do. I say it's not time. Skip. Just because he can play bad right now, that doesn't mean he can't. Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson can't turn around and play well and get to it and win a Super Bowl. But, but, but what do your that, senses tell you? What do your instincts tell my you? My instincts are telling me right now that he's playing bad. You see that, but you won't say that. No, I think he's playing average for him. Average for him. Okay. Just well, average. But that's not what you, Skip. You come out here every time, and you've never used the word average. You said, I think he played good. I gave him an A. I gave him a B. Give him all this. Now, all of a well, sudden, he's We didn't average. give him an A at Pittsburgh. I didn't think he had an A game at Pittsburgh. I don't think he's had an A game this year. Against who? The guy threw for barely 200 yards against Dallas. He threw for 200 yards. I mean, the game that he, that, and he got a reprieve against Atlanta. You talk about, oh, look, he threw for 385 against Kansas City. Okay. He but, was three but, scores behind. But what I do is I leap to conclusions. You need to tell me that, A, he's washed, or, B, they're going to miss the playoffs. A, if, if you give me one a, of those, I'm good. A, Tom Brady is playing bad, and, B, there's still a lot of season to be played. No courage of conviction. I just said it. Yeah. I had the courage to say Tom Brady is playing bad. Wow. I had to, hold on. Wow. Did, hold on. Did you say that? How many people are saying Tom Brady's playing bad okay. as opposed to making excuses? Oh, it's his offensive line. You never give the offensive line credit when they keep him clean? You All you say is Tom Brady. Ping, ping, ping. All, my, problem with, my problem isn't with Tom. My problem is with people like you that, that when things go bad, you blame Todd Bowles, you blame the defense, you blame everybody else, but never put anything in his feet. Okay. But when things go good, you don't mention the defense. You don't mention the offensive and line. Even how though he went and beat New Orleans at New Orleans with the little Scotty Miller getting the most targets in the game because See? he had nobody to okay. throw to. Did he have Scotty Miller yes. Sunday? Did he have Scotty Miller Sunday? He had Scotty Miller, yeah. he had he had uh, Chris Godwin, yeah. and he had Mike Evans. Yeah. So now, okay, so what's the problem? Well, the problem was Mitch Trubisky converted four straight see, third see, and longs. What about, no, seriously. What about, that was the problem. What about his third down completion? Yeah. What was okay. about his third down conversion right. He rate? didn't play very well. Uh, he says he didn't play no, well. No, no, I wonder what he said. I'm talking about uh, you. Oh, okay. I say what I say. I think they're going to go win the Super Bowl, but I've got the courage of my convictions. I think they will turn it right around and take off, Did I, just like they always I've do. I've already said, I don't have them picked pick to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't have them picked to get to the Are Super they going Bowl. to miss the playoffs? Skipping that division. I okay, mean, they're, well, they're I don't gonna, know. They're well, he's playing bad. Yeah. I, I think okay, he, he got Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. Mm -hmm. He yeah. got P.J. Walker. He got Marcus Mariota. He got Baker Mayfield mm -hmm. in his division. Mm -hmm. Really, Skip? You went okay. out on the limb. You uh, really went out on the limb. I, I'm going to the Super Bowl. I think I went to the end of the limb, which you won't go to. The end of the limb for you is he's washed and he should go home. You went to the Super Bowl. You said they're going to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, and by the way, they came within a, a whisker of beating the team that went to win the Super Bowl. Hold on. And it was thanks to him he scored 24 unanswered why against you, why, Aaron Donald's why, defense. Why were you down? Huh? I'm trying to figure out why was he yeah. down by 24. Do you get 24? to play four quarters or I, not? No, okay. you get to get the ball mm. just like he had against yeah. Patrick Mahomes yeah. that Sunday night, you remember? When yep. he got down by 17, yep. I'm trying to figure out why he was down. Is that the Patrick Mahomes that Tom beat in the All Super right, Bowl? All right, time out, you Tom two. Beat. Tom time beat. out. See, it's Tom beat. But when they lose, <laughs> We're it's done. the defense. We're done. A lot of eyeballs will be on Tom Brady and that O-line, watching to see the relationship between the two this Sunday when they play the Panthers 1 really? p.m. Eastern on the, the NFL Panthers, on Fox. <laughs> PJ All right, Walker. so to come this morning, where does Dak currently rank among all quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah, very you just good. just might be surprised by the answer. That's next when we come back.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Hey guys, the Ringers QB rankings updated yesterday. Dak Prescott, Skip, he's coming in at number seven. Dak hasn't played in a game, of course, since going out with that thumb injury week one, but is likely to return as the starter Sunday. He did get medical clearance to fully practice this week. His pre-snap pocket presence and decision-making were his highest-rated categories. All right, Shannon, before Skip jumps in, is Dak indeed the NFL's seventh-best quarterback Hell right no. now? At no point in time in Dak's career did I have I thought he was the seventh-best quarterback. He wasn't the seventh-best quarterback when he was healthy this year. How the hell are you going to miss five weeks and come back and be the seventh-best quarterback, Skip? He was 11th in QBR last season. The seventh-best quarterback? The seventh? The seventh-best quarterback would have beat Jimmy Garoppolo at home. I, I, that's what I believe, because he had to consider. But, Skip, the, I, I look at Dak. I think Dak is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. I think he's somewhere between 12, 11 and 15. That's where I would put Dak. That's where I would put him. I don't think he's a top-10 quarterback, and I definitely don't think he's a top-five quarterback. Uh, I want to know who taking Dak over Joe Burrow. That's what I need to know. Skip Bayless ain't even taking Dak. And Heck he, no. He's been a Cowboy fan, he says, since 61. Mm-hmm. And he would not take Dak. No way. Cowboy Nation, not one person in the Cowboy Nation would take Dak Prescott over Joe Burrow. I mean, he's ahead of guys like uh, 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 Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has played better than Dak this year. 13th on the list is Jalen Hurts. Man, stop. Mm. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I, I don't know who. I don't know. I don't know how they come to these rankings that, like, Dak can be out for five weeks and come back, and he's the seventh-best quarterback. Hell, he wasn't seventh-best when he left. So how the hell he going to come back and be seventh-best? My turn. <laughs> what did I tell you kept happening low over these five weeks that Dak was out? You might be the right. The longer he was out, the better he got. He Until in. finally, on Sunday night, as Cooper Rush finally started to unravel a little bit in the second quarter at Philadelphia, Dak Prescott became a combination of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes with Brady's brain somehow. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I open this analyst list and I fall out of my chair. He's risen all the way to seventh on this list. Well, A, he hadn't even played, but, but he's all the way up to seventh. 
And what's the breakdown here? First line, Dak Prescott is forever underrated. How? I kind of thought he was overrated, but that's just me. Dak Prescott has quietly developed into one of the NFL's most cerebral passers. Biggest strength, it's odd how little credit Dak receives for the work he does before the snap. Well, I appreciate that, but all I really care about is what happens after the snap, right? <laughs> exactly. So forever underrated Dak Prescott. The last time I actually saw him on a football field, he was completing 14 of 29 passes in the season opener at Jerry World right. on Sunday night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whose defense you find occasionally suspect, yeah. a defense that my homeboy put up 41 on. Right? They hadn't been that good since uh, oh, opening okay. night. okay. Dak Prescott that night threw for a grand total of 134 yards before he got hurt, which was pretty late in the game. Right. His QBR that night was 18.6 on a scale of 0 to 100, and he managed to put up on the scoreboard three total points, three total points, and he's forever underrated. And then if we can fast backward just one more game the to the one to, to the playoff the game. Card. Yeah. It's 23 to 7 going to the fourth quarter. So you're at home, you're favored to win the game, and you have managed to score seven points through three quarters, and the game is virtually over. And you do, Dak Prescott, what you have always done, which is a little flurry in the end. Shannon Sharp could dismiss <laughs> it as empty calories. And you do make it look respectable. respectable. But that's all it was, was respectable. And in, in the end, your QBR in that game is 32, scale of 0 to 100. It's just not good enough because you got Jimmy G'd at home to right. your point. And then if I can just hark back a little farther back to the Denver game at home when you stunk to the game at Mahomes boy when you had the ball 12 times and managed three field goals Thanksgiving against the Raiders, you stunk. You win the toss in overtime, and you can't get a first right. down. Really? And then against Kyler at home, and then Jimmy G at home, and then the Bucks defense at home and season opener. I'm sorry, forever underrated. It's starting to feel more like overrated to me. But the longer he was out, the better he got. And then meanwhile, and I'm speaking for a lot of Cowboy fans that I do know, and, and they shared your view of Cooper Rush, like you know, they never bought into him. The more Cooper Rush won games, obviously he won his first five starts in the league, the less they liked him, which, which is mind-blowing to me <laughs> because in this rating, he falls all the way down to, where's Cooper Rush here, down to 34th on the list, 34th. Okay, I, I get it. And the point was, his, the, the analyst says, Cooper Rush just doesn't have the juice in his arm to make the necessary throws to start in this league. Okay, that, that's fine, but, but the throws... Many times in the clutch, we're going right where they needed to go on time because he was speed reading and anticipating the throw before the receiver broke open and the ball would be delivered right on target, right, right. on time. And he kept doing that. And the irony was after he had the one flurry of unraveling in the second quarter, because remember, he got thrown up against the biggest buzzsaw in this league right now, which is the Philadelphia defense. They're on fire mm -hmm. taking the ball away. They're running away with the take-away race, which leads to them running away with the point different, I mean, the uh, turnover differential Original. race. And yet, once Cooper Rush heaved a sigh and settled down late in the second quarter, if we could see the two throws, just quickly, just let me get this off my chest. The, the two throws at the end of the half could have cut it to 20-7. to seven. This is the first one, as we know, to Noah Brown. And he almost makes a circus catch. He just couldn't get a butt cheek down. And yet it was a nice throw that had, had a chance. 
And then we got the one to, this is to Michael Gallup, and, and he's open. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it's going to be a touchdown to me. And Bradbury drops out of his zone. I think he's playing zone and gets his fingertips Brad on. Bradbury should have sunk more. I don't know why he took that step yeah. up because back, they, the linebacker had to back in the flat, so there was no reason. He okay. should have picked that. Okay, so there was a moment when I thought it was a touchdown. But right. my point is, those are both from 12 yards out. If you hit either one of those plays, then it's 20 to 7, and you would be on your way to scoring 21 unanswered points because the first two drives of the second half, Cooper Rush engineered long drives with, with numerous completions to cut it to 20 to 17. Right. Okay, so my point is, okay, all he did was make throws. I, I don't know. And yet I'm not saying that he's better than Dak Prescott because clearly in a vacuum he's not. He just played better than Dak has been playing, which is why it's mind-blowing to me you could put Dak above Joe Burrow. Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of guys that he, he's placed above that I'm like, I'm like, okay. really? I, I don't know what you guys, All right. what film you guys are watching. All right. Now let's do Jalen Hurts. Going into this year, we both would have said, well, Dak's a much better thrower yeah, of the football. That's the only reason I picked the Cowboys, because I said Dak is a better thrower of the football than Jalen Hurts. Okay. But Jalen Hurts has played better than Dak Prescott Jaylen this year. Jalen Hurts has worked his tail off yes. on his throwing motion on his delivery, on his anticipation, yes. it's starting to look pretty good to me. Right. It's starting to look like big-time quarterback right. play. Mm -hmm. And we, we know he can operate the offense with his legs. Yes. And what happened when it got cut to 2017? What happened on – they had three straight third, third downs. He we, went and got was, him. He went and got him. He, he got the first one. He bolted from the pocket. I, I thought they would spy him, but there was no spy in the middle of the field. He just bolted right up the gut for the five yards they needed on third and four. Right. Then the next one, he just does ride and decide, and at the last second, I, I, it went opposite Micah, but, but he just lets Gainwell go for five yards. Right. And, and it's, it's because Jalen's threat with his legs. Right. So he is operating his offense at a very high level right, right now. Okay, I've said this from the start, and I hope I eat these words down the line, but I like Jalen's intangibles a little better than Dak's intangibles because Jalen is the leader of that football team. They love him. They play for him. They know he'll make plays for them. There, there's a trust factor, a bond factor that I don't sense with, with Dak. It, it's okay. It's not great. Well, so, I, I think, I, I mean, I, I saw uh, Zeke come to his defense. I sure. see CeeDee Lamb come to his defense, yep. Skip. But I don't think, I mean, and we've only seen a small sample size. But Jalen Hurst was playing better. You just look at the first game. Jalen Hurst played better than what Dak was playing in his first game. I'd now, I, okay, if you want to have Dak evaluated higher than him coming into the season, but at some point in time, we got to dis disregard that and start evaluating the guy on the plate this year. Not last year. Not the awards you won last year. Did you make the Pro Bowl or were you a top, you know, your peers voted you? No. What are you doing right now in the 2022 season? The 2022 season has started. Yep. So that's what we got to base it on. Jalen Hurts is playing better than Dak. Okay, I, I got it. So now, as a Cowboy fan, lifelong diehard, I hope this is right. I, I need him to be the seventh best quarterback because if this is right, my team is pretty good. Yeah. So if he can take it up a, a big if, – if, if he's the seventh best versus the 34th best in Cooper Rush – uh, that tells me I got a chance to go places, yeah. right? Yeah, you absolutely do. Okay, thank you. I'll take it. I, I, Skip, I just don't know how many offense. Your offense just leaves a lot to be desired. Well, I, I agree. Mean, you, especially your receivers. I hear you. I agree. <laughs> well, now we see if Dak can Guys, lift Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert rounding out the top three on the ringers list well, you know of my top boy. QBs. Go be there.
All right, I'm going to need you two to try to play nicely on this next one. Our Shannon Lakers going to get their first win of the season against Skip's Clippers yep. tonight. That's on the other side of this break when Undisputed no returns. <laughs> Host technically to the Clippers. Of course, they're coming off that 123 to 109 loss to the Warriors. Meanwhile, the Clips are playing their first game of the season, and Kawhi Leonard makes his big return tonight. It's been over a year since he tore his ACL in the 2021 playoffs. His squad, a five and a half point favorite this evening, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, who wins? Man, Skip, look. This is all this is all hard pick. Because I am really not, I, I, I'm taking the Lakers, but against my better judgment. My better judgment says well, I should you, take the Clippers. You've been talking big and bad about your Lakers against the Clippers. Yeah, but. Huh? Oh, so now the moment of truth comes and, and you're starting to waffle. No, nah, the Clippers, man. The Clippers, I don't know. They just get up. If they had to play the Lakers, they win the championship. Cause they, Every night? They, they get up for the Lakers, and they've beaten the Lakers like 20-something times, I believe, in 22-23 meetings. Uh, look, the Lakers are going to have to play. I, I'm just hoping we can get. 75, 80 points from our big two. Did we get some timely shooting? Um, I believe Kawhi is going to be on a minutes restriction tonight. I don't think he plays 30, 35 minutes tonight, opening night. I think he plays something like 25 minutes. Uh, but the thing is, PG, PG goes off against the Lakers. I think he still holds that against them. Y'all should have traded for me. Don't think I was going to come here in free agency. Trade for me to show me that y'all really want me because he uh, he gets up to play these guys. So for me, I'm going to say the big two gives me 75 to 80. We get some timely shooting. I say Kendrick Nunn gives us another 18 20, mm. and the Lakers win 116 to 112. To 112. Yeah. The Lakers are going to score 116. We sure? Clippers. What part about that? Did, didn't I just give you the numbers? <laughs> I'm just reiterating. You said 116 against a very good defensive so? team that is very deep. The one glaring weakness I saw the other night at Golden State, and you do have a leg up because you got to play a real game before we got to play a real game. But the one glaring weakness I saw was I couldn't see much off the bench. I, I kept waiting for the shock troops to come in, and they were shockingly non-existent. Yeah, we we, we bad in that. We, you're, we, you're a little we shaky. Okay, so my starters are the true king of L.A., Kawhi Leonard, who's finally back, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, and Big Zoo. And then off my bench come John Wall, Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, and Terrence Mann. I'm good because I, I kind of like my my next six as much as I like sort of my first, first five. five. Okay. Because they're pretty good. Goat going to get his. Mm. Who Goat, gonna, who Goat gonna, will get who his. Gonna, okay, who going to guard AD? Big Zoo. Oh, Big Zoo going to get it. You gonna think get, so? going to give him that work. I don't know. AD, go AD probably have, I need AD to have 30 and 14. Mm. So is AD going to step out and jack up eight threes and make that? No, 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 AD need to let, let them threes go. Mm. Let the threes go for a minute right now. Just mm. work on that mid-range, put really? the ball on the floor, get to the and stay off the floor. Huh. He on the floor like Ja Morant. You're too big to be falling down like Ja. That's true. So uh, you, you realize at home, because you are at home, even though it's their home also, but you're at home. You're a five and a half point underdog. Give me the five then. Floor. Give me the five then. You're talking big you and bad. You, you like you, you got? Oh, we got Norman Powell. We got Covington. You, you, we got John Wall. Give yeah. me, give me that number. Give me the five then. 
you predicted yesterday with no points discussed. You said the Lakers will beat the Clippers. And then you didn't even know about the points because I think you're shocked that you're a five-and-a-half-point dog. So now you want the points. I need them. Okay, you don't need the points because you got, quote-unquote, the GOAT. But you say he's the pony goat. But he ain't the king. You well, say the Kawhi the king the, of L.A. The king of L.A. Because remember, he had the little crown dangling from the key You guess what? Yeah. He ain't seen it since. You ain't seen no billboards. He ain't driving no old hurt. school. That ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with us. They were on the way to winning the championship They were not winning no championship. Ago. Yeah, Yannis when Joe gonna, Ingles happened. Yannis wasn't going to let that happen. Yeah. Well, I, I think he would have had no choice but to let it happen. They were on fire. Who guard Giannis? Remember what Kawhi and PG did to Luka? God. No, they didn't. no, 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 no. They ain't do nothing to Luca. Mm. Luca, Luca dropped a forty bomb, dropped like a several forty bombs on him. Yeah, Luca but, was up two games to none with a Friday night game before a raucous sellout crowd in Dallas. He, he wasn't supposed. He wasn't even supposed to be up. Yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, well, little Luca by himself, but baby bird. Really, give it to everybody. Gave it to Paul George. Gave it to Kawhi. Gave it to Marcus Mars. Gave it to uh, Pat. Was Pat Bell that here? Because he was giving it to everybody. Mm. Everybody that wanted something, say, come and get your piece. And then they all gave it right back to him. But and tonight, he lost. Oh, Goat. Yep. Goat continues that quest to, really? to Kareem. Really? Pass Kareem? Yes. Yeah. The whole season is based on passing Kareem. Skip. PK. Look, skip. You know it's a day. Come on. This is a mm. documentary. We got it. This is a chronicle. It's been almost 40 years. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't think I was going to see somebody break this record. No. Nope. Like you understand you, how long you got to how long you got to play and to play great. I so got basically, it. somebody else going to come along to break the record. You got to play 20 years and mm -hmm. average at least 25. I get it. Good and luck. so the point is, the Lakers, who used to be Showtime, are now side Showtime thanks to the phony goat passing Kareem. What would you That's mean? It. Why you upset? Side show time. Why, why you upset about well, that? I mean, the whole season's built around him passing Kareem. That's all you got. That's not, that's not what our season is built around. Mm. It just so happens that's in there. Our season is based on we're trying to, like, win X amount of games, position ourselves, and contend for a championship. Mm. But in the process of that... Mm. <laughs> so I had the courage of my convictions. I picked the Clippers to win it all this year. So now it's time for you to have the courage of yours and straight up, Pick the Lakers on, on their home floor to beat the Clippers who live in the basement straight up. No points five, no, no, for no, two cases. No, two no, cases give me right five. here, right now. Give me the five. Y'all got, I mean, I mean, th look at what you just told me. Y'all got Paul George. Y'all got Kawhi, Robert Covington, and Terrence Mann, and John Wall. Who will be the best player on the floor? You all know the best player. Okay. What you mean the floor? He's the best player to ever to be on the basketball court. Okay. All right, so the best player on the floor tonight will be the phony goat. But y'all got Paul George, y'all got Kawhi. I, I know, but we don't have LeBron James. Who will be the second best player on the floor? I think you think it would be AD. No, no. If, if, if Kawhi is healthy, Kawhi is the second best player. Hey, he looked pretty healthy to me. I, his, I mean, I've been told weight that his he, knee is not great. He's been, he been, uh, he been, I mean, he been in the gym. He's he been, been in the weight room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see the weight yeah, but then they asked him the other night, did you watch the Lakers? He said, I, I don't watch basketball like that. He doesn't. He, he, but, he doesn't but guess care. what? When you put all that weight, it's hard. You know, you put up the extra weight you ain't used to carry it. <laughs> you think so? And that's when LeBron go right back because LeBron is in peak condition. Mm. Oh, LeBron is in peak condition. Huh. Yeah, he been, he, hey, he been in the hyperbaric chamber. You saw the way he was getting up and down that court, running the court, dunking, laying it up, diving to the basket, hitting the threes once he got mm. going. I can see tonight. I can see a 35 40 piece. Yeah. You know what I could see? Kawhi seeing these ads that LeBron's running. The, what, what's it? Tonal Gym? Is that yeah, what it yeah. Is? We did we the Tonal. Tonal. AT&T. And I can see Kawhi saying, I, I, I'll give you some Tonal tonight. It, He's been in the weight room. He doesn't do Tonal. He does free weights, serious the, weights. But see, here's the thing, Skip. You can do that. 
mm. when you take years off at a time. Mm. LeBron James is never, you know, ooh, ooh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get ingrown in my in my in my quad. Mm -hmm. He got an ingrown. Yep. And they play for 73 games. 73. Yep. My guy don't do that. No, he doesn't. Low do management. <laughs> you, the best you could hope is to get 60 games out of him. That's, what, that's the best. Your guy doesn't do that because he's all about longevity records. Ain't no longevity that's the, the only way he's going to pass Kareem and have any case against the real GOAT, and okay, Michael case Jordan. Closed. Case closed. Yeah, you can take this to the Supreme Court. You're in, they, take it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, and tell the Supreme Court, I'm 4-6 in the finals. 9-0. 9-0. It's the <laughs> first time in history you'll see a 9-0 verdict. Yeah. Go James, the greatest. 9-0. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a second. He's lost I'm six finals? I'm intrigued to see what Kawhi looks like in the Two battle for L.A. tonight, guys. Straight up. Meanwhile, I got it right up here next right this now. morning, let's talk a little Sky OBJ. Hey, Shannon, could he be headed to the Chiefs to team up with Patrick Mahomes? Mm, That's coming up next from an Undisputed Return. Travis Kelsey hinting at Kansas City being the landing spot for Odell Beckham Jr. After the team reportedly restructured Kelsey's contract to free up just under $3.5 million in salary cap space. Kelsey says he hopes it was a move to acquire OBJ. I love the OBJ watch that's going on right now. Shannon, can you see Odell signing with the Chiefs? Okay, well, I, 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 I got a little, had a little, you know, inside on this right here. I like this. I think Buffalo and Kansas City actually makes the most sense. Um, I know, Skip, they're not ideal. They're not L.A. They're not New York. No. But I think, I think the thing is he might be a little sour because the, the Rams are struggling. They're struggling. And uh, it doesn't, doesn't look like a foregone conclusion. I believe Kansas City and Buffalo makes the most sense. Playing with Patrick Mahomes would be very, very appealing. I believe he can step in and be the number two receiver behind Kelsey right now. Um, um, three, he'd go to Buffalo. He's going to be three. Gabe Davis and, and Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, obviously, the number one. Gabe Davis is a great, great number two. Uh, Juju has 27 receptions, 370 yards, one touchdown. Uh, MVS, Valdez Scanlon has 19 receptions, 258. Sky Moore, six for 101 touchdown. Yeah, OBJ comes in. Now, I don't think their Super Bowl hopes is dependent on OBJ. I think it still comes down to their defense. Can the defense get stopped? Uh, but Patrick Mahomes is going to be great. He's going to do what he does. OBJ would greatly, greatly add juice to that offense. Mm. So I like, I like Kansas City. Mm. I just think, for me, I've always thought that the Chiefs and Buffalo made the, made the most sense to me. Mm. Sounds like you got a little inside insight. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Mm. Are you really? Hmm. Kind of like you were the time you said Matt Ryan was going to win the MVP. <laughs> Because you had inside information and wanted me to bet on it against it, because you already knew it had happened. No, I didn't know uh, what one of those deals. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, I say there is no way Odell goes to Kansas City. If he did, I would be very impressed. But I say there's no way because he's too smart to go to Kansas City. Even though it looks like, because Kelsey restructured, it looks like. The skids have been greased here. It, it feels like Kelsey is saying, we need you. I'm actually sacrificing in a way for you. They, they created some space for something. Okay, they did. The problem is, if Odell would agree to sign with Kansas City, all of a sudden he would be heralded as he approaches 30 years of age as the savior in Kansas City. I don't care what you say. I don't care how great Travis Kelsey is, and I think he's becoming the greatest receiving tight end mm -hmm. I've ever seen, just as a pure 
route running pass catcher. Mm-hmm. Just just that. Forget about the block. I don't even know if we can call him a tight end. I, <laughs> he, he, he operates like a wide receiver, but yep. that's fine. Yep. But the point is, he's still viewed as a tight end. Yeah. They still have a gaping hole left by the most dangerous and explosive wide receiver there is on this planet. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Odell would be thrust into the to the lurch of, wait a second, you're, oh, you're the new Tyreek, really? I, what, what they should have done, they should have signed Deshaun Jackson. Okay, well, that, that would have helped, I, I agree. Because he, he can okay. still run but, and get but, that. But, but nobody would look at Deshaun as no, the but new I'm, Tyreek. I'm but he would have given that, that deep threat, that Tyreek, obviously Tyreek is Tyreek, and he's on place to break Calvin Johnson, uh, you know, or get close to Calvin Johnson. He has seven, over 700 yards in six games. Okay. So he's, he, woo, he cooking. Okay, I, I get all that. But right now, Odell's profile, his aura, his mystique are, are greater than he's able to live up to after two. He's had two ACLs on the same knee. Right. He's had, to my count, I think he's had four surgeries over the last But I think bionic years. now. Okay. Well, is it? Is it? You're going to get it all the way back? And you know the hand's still there. I the hand's still great. They'll be there the when he's great. 70. They, they, okay, I got it. Okay, can he be Tyreek? I think no, in his heart no, of hearts. No, no, okay. no. Ain't nobody else can be Tyreek but Tyreek. Okay, well, he would be expected to be No, the no, same. no, but he's a totally different receiver than Tyreek. He's not going to be – no, nah, he's going to be consistent. He can run the out cut. He can run the in cuts. He got better hands than Valdez Scanlon. He's more uh, 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 more consistent than Juju. Juju is good at the slot. I mean, Juju go, I mean, Juju makes some plays here and there, and he's getting better and better week after week. But, uh, yo, no, uh, OBJ coming to that thing – yeah, but, but OBJ sitting back saying, I don't want that kind of heat. Yeah, I don't does. want that he kind of that, expectation. That That's what you he? want. Well, this is smoke that, that would suffocate you. No, oh, no. He, can he, can he live it. up to this? Sure he could. He could not. See, Buffalo made sense for me because it's clear-cut Stefan, and it's real clear-cut that Gabriel Davis has become the 1A. Yeah. So now you're behind two guys, and that's a pretty sweet spot. That's more like he stepped into with the Rams. It was, no, it, what happened? And then Robert Woods goes down, and he's number two behind Kluber. the day Cup. he arrived, Robert Woods right. went down and he on didn't, Friday. So now he comes in, he'd be number two behind Kelsey. Okay, but I, I think he loved his spot behind Cooper Cup because Cooper Cup gets all the attention. He was revolutionizing statistics for wide receivers last year, and Matt Stafford was totally Cooper Cup-centric and conscious. And, and Odell got to just play over here in the shadows. And when they got single covered, as he did every day, he, he never got double covered one time. Right. And, and once the playoffs hit, they were tripling Cooper Cup. And all of a sudden, Odell was starting to get How loose did he look? a little bit. How did he look? He looked better and better. I'll hey, give you that. Remember what he did to Tampa? Mm-hmm. You remember? Yep. Remember like yesterday? Yep. I don't think he terrorized Terrorized him. him. Oh, really? Yeah, and if there hadn't been a blown blitz at the end of the game, Tampa advances. And then, ooh, and I, I know I should have put. I, I told them I was at an appearance on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. They're like, "Who do you think?" I said, "OBJ." I said, "Whatever money you got, put OBJ gonna score the first touchdown." Really? You yeah, said that? I said that. Well, you shouldn't even be sitting in that seat right now because you should be so rich. I, you I, don't I, need I, this I, job. I was scared. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I was telling people what to do with their money. I ain't put my none of my money down on it. Really? No. Okay. Absolutely well, not. Okay. So you didn't have the courage of your conviction. That's okay. You see, okay. Courage of my conviction. Being wrong is one thing. Okay. Being wrong with my money is something entirely different. And I'm going to say this one last time about Odell Beckham Jr. At this stage and age, after all he's been through, he has a home in Beverly Hills. I think it's in the Hollywood Hills, actually. Yeah, Hills. And the point is, that's where he wants to be. 
He's he come back. He's got a new child. He wants to live in La La Land. And get what he's I made heard. for Hollywood. And guess what? They can't play. The, the best part about this, that Odell has uh, uh, been away, is that they can't blame him for Baker transgression. Nope. They cannot. Because all I heard it was, OBJ, he loved OBJ so much. Now look at it. Mm -hmm. I kept telling you. Yep. And okay. now Sam Darnold about to come back and get the job back. Just like I predicted. Yeah, I was like you predicted. I predicted I, I don't it. think you predicted any of that. I told you what and, was happening. I wouldn't wish that job right now on anybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I'm just trying to figure out why they can't hold on to that job. Uh, well, that team went to hell. And what do you mean that team? Yeah. He led that team. Is the coach there anymore? Uh, no, no. no. Hey, uh, is the, Robbie Anderson there? The, the coach. Is C Mac going to be there? The coach. Is the DJ Moore going to be there? I, I told you just a matter of time. Mm. Once you sign Baker Mayfield, I yeah. said, yeah, you already feeling that your pink slip. How, how many games do you think Sam Darnold's going to win for that team? Want to bet on it right now? I mean, he, he win five games? Baker can't win, couldn't win mm. five. Mm. Nope. <laughs> should have won the first. No, he should have. Yeah. He did exactly what I thought no, he was going to do. He got Excuse robbed. Me, if you don't mind me asking, where are the uh, Carolina Panthers in the power ranking? They're 32nd, where they were the whole offseason. That is yep. what you told me they're going to be when they got Baker. Okay. So back to Odell Beckham Jr. I'm, I'm on the record. He will be a Ram before this is over. He's trying to negotiate, and they're just laughing at him. That's what they're doing. They're laughing. They know he will crawl back to L.A. and take you whatever want, they you give don't him. Want my boy, you don't want my homeboy to have that. I don't care if he has him. I, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Because you do realize that he went down to Tampa and beat Brady without mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Okay. So? So why does he even need him? We, we don't. Okay. Well, we do. Yeah, I, I think he'd be a non-factor. Oh, uh, no, no, no. He'd OBJ be another too Valdez. OBJ too good to be a non-factor. No, There's no such thing. No, 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 no. He'd be another Valdez scam. Stop it. Odell Valdez scam. Stop, stop it. Stop. Hold on. Be. But you wanted him in Tampa. Mm. Well, I, they don't have anybody. They do. They got Godwin and they got, mm. and they got uh, Mike Evans. Yeah, and who gets deep on that team? Well, you, can Mike, you, Mike can trick him every once can, in a while. Can, can, can your quarterback still get it? Yeah, he can throw it. He I can, can throw it 70 in the air. Whatever. Like 70, what, yeah, if yeah. it's on a plane. Okay. So, you, you, I, I need you on record. Odell is going to be a chief? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Okay. I, I, I believe it's Buffalo or Kansas City. You think it's going to be the Raiders. I just, the Rams. Right, I yeah. read, excuse me, the Rams, yeah. yeah. No doubt. No. no doubt. Okay. He he is made for either Hollywood or the Big Apple, and it, right now it's Hollywood. He's made for the Midwest. He's too smart to Man, go the bar, all that barbecue out there, Odell like barbecue. Mm. Yeah, he just doesn't want the I mean, smoke off if, the barbecue. If, 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 he, if he's from the New Orleans and he eats all that good jambalaya and yeah. gumbo and etouffee mm. and boudet. Shannon, he's too smart for this. All, all of a sudden, even Shannon Sharp would be over there saying, ah, he's the savior. No, 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 no. He's going to take that. it up a whole nother the level. The savior's already there. Really? He went 15, okay. 0-1-5. Really? The, the guy who lost at Indy? 1-5. Huh, interesting. The guy that lost at Pittsburgh, minus their five top defensive players, mm. and with Mitchell Trubisky, mm. a Trisket, a Tasket. Mm-hmm. Wait, the guy who couldn't even beat Buffalo Kenny at home? Kenny Pickett. That guy? Kenny Pickett. Wait, the guy who threw two interceptions to lose the Buffalo game? That guy? Man, Maybe lost. he needs Odell. Y'all lost to Green Bay. Huh? Y'all lost to Green Bay. Yep. We did. Scored 12 little measly points. With little Scotty Miller. And then Scotty Miller. I guess he need to yell at somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he need, what he need to do is go look in the mirror. Yeah. Come on. You're so much better than what you're playing. I need him to do that in the mirror. Yeah. You're so much better. Come on. Let's go, guys. Mm. Let's go, guy. You know yeah. what? Well.
OBJ watch is definitely in full effect, <laughs> and he's going to be a big help, I believe, to any team that snags him. Me too. And hey, DeAndre Hopkins will be too for the Cardinals, but will he be enough help to save their season? This is That's be coming a big up one. on the yeah, other side me. of this break. So DeAndre Hopkins returns to the Cardinals this week after a six-game suspension for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have started the season two and four. That offense just has not been able to get going. Skip, I know you want to start on this one. Mm -hmm. How much is he going to be able to help Kyler Murray? Jen, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to surprise, if not shock, my partner across the table by calling an audible. 20 years ago today, something happened at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. <laughs> something featuring my partner, the Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp. That day at Arrowhead, Shannon Sharp caught 12 passes for 214 yards, which broke Jackie Smith's all-time record for tight end receiving yards in a single game. To this day, 20 years ago today, that record has still stood. Good. I don't know for how much longer because these guys are getting closer and closer every single year. So my first question to you, Mr. Sharp, is how surprised are you that record has stood this test of 20 years' time? I'm very surprised that it's still standing, especially the way these guys now with the Kelseys and the Darren Wallers and these guys, the Kittles, the Hawkinsons, these guys are very good now, and they catch a lot of balls, uh, and, and they play the entirety of the game. So I am surprised. I'm surprised. I, I don't think it'll stand for another five years. I really don't. Okay. The amazing sort of caveat for that day is your quarterback was not John Elway. Brian it was Greasy. Brian Greasy. Yep. Uh, really? Yep. Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy. And yet, could we see what happened? Because the first ball that you caught of magnitude went for 82 yards and tied the score at 13. Counter pass. Could we see this, I'll never please? forget called counter pass. Okay. And I was like, 82 man. and you were off to <laughs> the races. <laughs> oh. Oh. Man, stop oh. Oh. I, I got to put you on the highlight then. I mean, you chased me to the end zone. Yeah, you hit, pulled it out to the shoes. That's big play, Shay. Who, who was the corner over there? I didn't see the 25. Well, they were, they, we caught him in cover, too. Okay. Greg Robinson, he was our defensive coordinator, yeah. Skip, during the Super Bowl years. And I used to tell him in practice, I said, if I ever played your defense, I would set the NFL tight end record on your defense. You know, He's like, no, Shannon, you wouldn't. I said, yes, I would. I say, because there's some things that's unsound about this defense. You know, you could actually run at that <laughs> stage. I, I, I'd forgotten I, how you could run. I, I could. I was about 225 pounds there, Skip. Okay. And then there was later a 28-yarder that actually cut the, the Chiefs' lead to, down to 34 to 27. If we could see the 28-yarder, please. Get down the hole. See? Get down the hole, little bit. Bingo! Touchdown. Glenn Cadrez was the linebacker. He was supposed to run. He was supposed. Uh, are to you run. trying to pull a sharpie out? Of no, no, side? no. I had to look, I had to pull him back. And let him see. Big play, Shane again. Did that to y'all again. I kept okay. telling you. Well, I, what was your little celebration? What were you doing? Well, no, I had I had uh, my uh, big play, Shane on the tongue of my shoes. Oh, so you're showing a it, big play. Well, Shea. you had to tape it up. The NFL was finding me five thousand oh. dollars every time I went out there with that, and I had to cover because I had three colors on my shoes. I had orange, blue, and white. So you could only have two colors on your shoes. The NFL was finding me $5,000. And, and I, what, what did you do after the touchdown? You took the tape I off? I took the tape off. And then I put the tape right back on. Okay, so you just showed the I world just, big yeah, play yeah, shape? Yeah, yeah, that's all I did, Skip. That's okay. all I did. And yet, that game actually went to overtime. Overtime. Huh. It did. And wait, you caught a ball. Could we see the ball you caught in overtime? Because it went for eight yards, which 
which you needed because that yeah. barely broke the. Re- oh, that was kind of cheap. That's yeah, the record. That's breaker. the record. That's the record. I didn't. I didn't. But Skip, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know the record. I had broke the record until after the game. I mean, Jim Sakamano comes up to me and says that you know you just broke the NFL tight end. I was like, how many yards did I have? Mm. And I had like a hundred and a hundred and eighty something yards in the second half. Okay, so the record was held by one Jackie Smith. You know who, Jackie I, I know Jackie Smith because he, he victimized dropped. me in the Super Bowl when he came late in his career. He was a really good guy, too. Yeah. But he came late in his career, and Roger Staubach threw him a little puff ball because he was so wide open, and he just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. But the point is, Jackie Smith played for my favorite team growing up because it was the only game we could get in Oklahoma City because it was the St. Louis, Louis Cardinals yeah. before they became the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm catching passes from Charlie Johnson because they threw it like every down. That's all they did was throw passes. So in 1963, he initially set the record of catching nine for 212. Wow. Boy, that's a lot of bombs. That's, yeah. Nine because you had 12 for 214. I had 12 for 214. So nine for 212. But there may be an asterisk operating here because Jackie Smith caught his 212 in regulation. <laughs> Wait a second. Shannon Sharp needed overtime, I a did. little cheap little eight-yarder, and I'm having a hard time believing you didn't know it was for the record. No, I didn't. You I, didn't? No, 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 no. I mean, you know, I know I was like, man, I think I got I think I got like 150. Cause, you know, the 80, the 82, and then I got a touchdown. I said, well, 82. So I know I got at least 100, but and it added up. You, you don't skip. I mean, I was used to – I was really good. Like early in my career, I was really good. I could calculate my head. Like I got like a buck forty. I got like a buck fifty. But in this, I had lost count because a lot of them was like ten yards, like twelve yards, and so. And then I had no idea. I was just, I was just happy that we won because we were down the entire day. And then we, uh, an overtime skip. They come with a bomb blitz, uh, greasy throw, uh, uh, rod or pass, and the D, uh, the DB interfered with it. And uh, we end up bringing out uh, Elam, and he kicks the – I think Elam, yeah, Elam kicks the field goal. Yep. But, no, I did not know. I did not know at that time that that was an NFL record. Okay. Well, my question to you is, does this record deserve an asterisk because it should say in overtime? Should no, because Michael Jordan got 63 in the playoff, and it was in double overtime. Huh. But nobody cared about that. <laughs> no, nobody said it was a record. Of, it, it's it, just – it was it, an achievement. It's 63 points in the playoff game. That's still the most points in the playoff all right, game. All right, but nobody cares. Nobody even talks about it. And why, but everybody talks about 214 because every time your name comes up, he holds the single-game tight end yeah. receiving record. I mean, look. 214. I mean, it's been close. I mean, Greg uh, – uh, George Kittle came really close one year. I think he had like two – he had like 210 in the first half. Mm. Uh, and, and he didn't break it. Uh, Waller had like over 200 last, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It's going it's to go down. I don't, think it, I don't think it'll last another five years. But, hey, it was fun. I had it. It is what it is. Okay, so you don't feel any shame about you had to get the little cheap eight-yard nah, in overtime. Yeah, I'm just a little guy, a little small guy from Glenville. Seventh-round draft pick. Little I wasn't small supposed to have guy, any, yeah. I wasn't supposed to have any records. Huh. Like I had them all. 225 pounds. Two, I was 225 there. Yep. I weighed in 225 uh, that week. Cowboys timed you in 4-8 in the 40. But you, you look faster than that. Yeah, I promise you. I did not run 4-8 for the Cowboys. Well, well that's, that's what the great John Wooden told me. He said Ooh. on his own stopwatch, he was see, at your pro day, see, if he, and, if, and he got you at 4-8. Maybe he was a little slower in the draw. I ran, I ran 4-8 in the 45. Huh. See, and that's what, see, just think about it, how many two balls they would have had if really? they would have selected me. Well, I don't know. Me and, me and Jay Novacek? Yeah. 
We had Billy Joe Dupree. We were fine. <laughs> Billy Joe, I'm talking about no. Me, I, was with, I was with Novacek. Me, me and Jay were. Yeah. Jay Novacek was a couple years. Pretty, he's he was pretty couple, sweet, man. Yeah, he was. He was really Ooh. shifty. He was. He wasn't that fast, but he understood no. angles and how to how to move. He he could he could run. He could. He wasn't fast, but he was like really crafty with getting open. Troy absolutely loved him. Yeah. And leaned on him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, see, every I, I thought about it. Every time y'all y'all didn't take me, I had to do something bad to y'all. Really? The Cowboys. Yep. And what did you do bad to the Cowboys? Uh, two thousand. I went for over 100, had, a hundred, I think, 105 and 2,000 in the tub. And then 98, I had two touchdowns, six for 99. Mm. We had blowing y'all out. So Mike said, that's enough for you. That, that's enough. So how did you celebrate going home once you realized, thanks to your trainer, that you had set the all-time record? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> probably laughing and talking in the back of the plane. That was nothing. I, actually, I was, uh, the play, actually, I was the play, NFL player of the week. I was obviously, obviously player of the game huh. for the Broncos, but nothing. Huh. You didn't get your... celebrate, celebrate what? Well, you didn't get into your Snoop stash? Oh, right? hell no. no. By, by the... the way, it's Snoop's birthday today. Happy Snoop birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday You're our guy. Yeah. But no, Love no, you, Skip, I, had, I, had no, I had no idea. It's still great. And I'm, I'm anxious because, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm going back to Denver, and I'm going to see all these guys. Mm. A lot of them, I mean, Mike's going to be back. Even though Mike, John, Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Yep. John's going to be there, even though I think the only guy that was probably Ed and Rod. Were the only guys that's from the Super Bowl. Mm. Well, Greasy was on the second Super Bowl, but the first one, Greasy wasn't Ed there. McCaffrey, Ed Rod McCaffrey, Smith. and Rod Smith. Mm -hmm. They were the only one. That was the only one that was still on that team. Mm. Oh, Carswell. Mm. Carswell. Well, maybe Brian Greasy should come back. Nah, he got to work. Huh? Because he's, he's the quarterback coach at the 49ers. Yeah, he, he can't yeah. come. No, but I mean, he wasn't on that team. He wasn't on the, the first oh, team. Oh, this, this is the, the first team. This is the first I, I team. It. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, you owe him. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, I mean, I should have had more than that. You should have had more than 214 in this I, game. I should have. You're I kidding. Yeah, actually, Skip, in the first. I had missed a, you a couple times? No, I ran the wrong route. Really? <laughs> yes. It was, cover, it was cover one, and I was supposed to run a seam, huh. which would have put me at like a 40-yard touchdown. I ran a deep out, which was an 18-yard, which is an 18- or 20-yard game. And? If I'd have had that, that extra 20 yards, I'd have had like 234. Okay. And where did the ball go? I, I caught the ball. Oh, you caught the ball. You ran the he, Even though I ran the wrong route, I was still so wide open, he threw it. But you couldn't score. <laughs> I couldn't score. I didn't score. Okay. Nope. I got I'd it. Score, I'd have scored. Well, I'm impressed with your 82-yarder. What you mean? I'm impressed. I, got a I, I didn't yard. know you were that good. Man, I got I didn't a 96 know you were that fast. resume. I yeah. mean, I can, oh, I can get the deep balls now. I can get deep on those kids. Huh. Yeah. Are we going to talk about D-Hop? Nope, we're done with D Hop. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about D Hop tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's no. all. You're about better you, than D -Hop. Shannon. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Like, Congratulations. Man, I didn't know that. I got and a friend here on Undisputed. Yeah. 20 years, man. That was pretty good. All right. I was 34. Look at that. All the good feelings dissipating now because we got to go back to talking about the Cowboys. Uh -oh. Did they lose to the Eagles, gentlemen, because they disrespected Nick Sirianni? I'm not buying this. That's yep. coming up on the other side of this yep. break. Brandon Graham, a veteran defensive end for Philly, says the Cowboy players trash-talking Nick Sirianni last year following that 51-26 win over the Eagles in January. Kind of giving him a little extra oomph. Graham recalled the Cowboys saying, quote, y'all don't belong on the field with us to his coach. And this might explain why Sirianni was seen yelling at the Dallas sideline during a scuffle between the two teams Sunday night. Shannon, what do you make of this? I'm not surprised. This, these types of things happen all the time, Skip. Uh, any, any 
disrespect will be remembered. It will become bulletin board material for the next time that we play play you guys. Skip, you remember because when Philly Philly sent their practice squad out there, Dallas was out there playing late in the ball game. Dak threw five touchdowns, had over three hundred yards. Dallas was like really like playing for something, and the Eagles were like so beat up. They were like, "This is all we got." They didn't need it. <laughs> they're already they're right. going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a playoffs. It was fifty-one to twenty-six. And, look, and so anything that you say, Skip, I remember we lost to Kansas City uh, in '97. Um, we had win, we were winning division, and uh, the whole while, then we played them, and uh, I think Pete Stoyanovich hit a fifty-four-yard field goal, Skip. As time expired, we won. You know, they they the division champ. Y'all been winning this. Y'all char- y'all sorry. The Steelers did the same thing. We played them early in the year. Y'all sorry. Y'all, y'all not physical enough for us. Y'all don't want this. Y'all don't want this. Y'all don't want these problems. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we go right back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> we want all them problems. All right. Of course. That's what you're supposed to do. You remember everything someone said negative about you when you played them. Dallas, y'all did all that chirping. Okay, now. Now, Dallas is going to remember everything Philly said Sunday night. Okay, we go see now. Shannon Sharp, I'm not buying one ounce of this. This sounds like revisionist history at best, and at worst, it sounds like Sirianni was just flat-out fibbing on this one because he's got some showman in him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always sort of playing to the crowd, playing to the right. media crowd. Help me out here. Do you really think that the Dallas Cowboys went to, what do they call it now, the Lincoln the link? Financial, the link? <laughs> Wasn't it a Saturday night game? Seemed like It, it was. was. It was yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. night. Okay. Philly is playing basically its practice squad, right. especially on defense. Right. Gardner Minshew's the starting quarterback because they're they're going to play no starters. starters. They don't want to risk of getting anybody hurt. They, they played Gainwell some at at the back spot, and they they played Quez Watkins a little bit, but on defense, I, I even I never even heard of any of them right. because they were all elevated from Correct. the practice squad. Dak Prescott throws five touchdowns, as you mentioned, <laughs> to break the Cowboys franchise, the franchise all-time touchdown pass record for a season. But it took five against a practice squad to do that. So you're telling me that some, somehow at the end of or near the end of the game, Cowboy players are running over and telling Nick Sirianni, you don't belong on the same field with us? That's how the Cowboys are. That's that, how y'all fans that, are. That's ridiculous. That, that's no, they are. don't belong in the same field because they're on the practice yeah. squad. You know how y'all Cowboys are. You know okay. how y'all are. He, he, he's making this up. No. Baloney. And then he said, somebody said, we the East? <laughs> okay. Well, we, we're more the East than they are the East, but still, it's not the moment the that you would say that. <laughs> I know, but what, why would you say it on a night like that? I think he's just phonying this up. Even though that's the case, I believe the Eagles on Sunday night had the better football team. Now, whatever motivation well, they, you they had the way better football team right. that was way more ready to play. And, and, and sometimes, you know, look, look, any slight, Skip, I'm going to use any slight, anything that you say about me or my team or my teammates, I'm taking that as a okay, slight. But what if you just fabricated? I guess you could call it Jordan-esque because he fabricated yeah. a lot of slights. But, you know, but, but, but this but, this is Nick Sirianni. No, I thought Brandon Graham was saying that. No, no, he said Sirianni told them that. Oh, that, oh. that he just relaying what the coach oh, said. Oh, okay, okay. It's from the coach. And the coach was fired up, and he was screaming but back you know, and F-bombing the Cowboys at the end of the but game you, but Sunday you know, night. But you know y'all Cowboys are. Y'all do do a lot of talking skills. Yeah, okay, we do. Uh, D-Law talks a lot. Sometimes it bothers me a little bit. But I don't think the team in general – is a bunch of can't-back-it-up trash talkers. I, I don't get that. Y'all been like that. Okay. Well, I think Nick Sirianni 
phonied this up well, it to worked. motivate his team. It and it worked this yeah. game. It ain't going to work the next time. Ah, because on you... Christmas Eve, you got to come to our place. Oh. And we owe you. Oh, so yeah, you, the, you, the, you, you the East, huh? We the East. The Cowboys yeah, the East. Right. My team owes me a Christmas present on that night. <laughs> so oh. it's, it's not going to work. You, you can't fabricate on that night. And they're going to say, we put foot in you. Yeah. Two months ago, we'd do it again. Okay, so what does Fox Bet say? Already, you are established, Philly, as a one-and-a-half-point oh, well. favorite at Dallas on Christmas Eve. Back it up. Well, you better okay. hope you back it up. I'm fine with us. And by the way, we are favored in eight of our last 11 games. That's pretty good. They're favored in all 11 of their remaining 11. Yeah. Okay, so can we catch and pass them? I doubt Highly it. doubtful. I doubt Highly it. doubtful. Stranger things have happened. But the games we are not favored in are at Green Bay and at Kirk Cousins, which come up after the bye. George Jefferson going to give y'all that okay. work. So we got two gimmies. We got Lions and Bears oh. at home. I expect Dak Prescott Dan to Campbell, score you hear that? 50 points Did you hear what he games. said? He said, y'all are gimmies. Gimme. He said, y'all gimmies. I got Dak back in the saddle. I, I, we'll score 50. In, uh, you got oh. Dak back or Roger Staubach back? Back. We got both of them. We got a combination. Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman. Clearly. Right? Clearly. In Dak. So so I'm good. We'll score 50 on those two teams. We'll get yeah, a Yeah, because they off. give up 34. Yeah. But they can score on you, too, now. Okay. They like third in oh, scoring. Okay. I, I got it. On the Lions? Yeah. Belichick shut them out. Okay. Oh, oh. So you saying what Dan Quinn? What do you think Dan Belichick? Quinn can do? He better. They should have negative points, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so we got the bye week. You see how you talking? I'm talking big and bad because I got Dak back. See, that's how I knew the Cowboys yeah. said exactly what Sirianni okay. said. The way okay. you talking right now. And, and we should be able to win one of those two games at Green Bay or at Minnesota. I mean, I, I watched Cooper Rush win at Minnesota last year, and I watched Andy Dalton win at Minnesota the year before. So surely maybe that's the game we win, right? Probably not. What if we win out? Could we catch them and pass them? We might. What if they win what out? What if Christmas Eve is the game of the year for all the marbles? I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. You know, Skip, you know y'all going to stumble. No. You know good and well y'all going to stumble. All the games y'all favorite, y'all going to lose like a game or two that y'all favored in. You I got like Dak a... Prescott. He's the seventh best quarterback in the league. <laughs> you know it and everybody else knows it. Nobody knows that. You don't, <laughs> you don't even believe I can't tell. <laughs> you don't even believe he's the seventh best quarterback. <laughs> Green Bay, Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Philly. We'll yep. get a look at him Sunday, gentlemen, and see what he's got in the tank after that thumb injury. All right. Speaking of comebacks, what did the Suns come back last Ooh. night? Winning against the Mavericks mean for Luka Doncic. Luka. Skip and Shannon Baby jump into that Luka. when we return. It was, it was tough. For a minute last night, it sure looked like the Mavs were going to hand the Suns a similar loss to last season's Western Conference Game 7 leading by as much as 22 points. But then, Phoenix comes storming back to meet the Mavs 107-105. They outscored Dallas in the second half, 62-43 to pull off the win. Luka had 35 points, nine boards, and six assists, but was a game worst, minus 12 in the fourth quarter. Shannon, how surprised are you that Luka just couldn't close the deal? Well, I'm surprised. I thought they, uh, um, they got a little careless with the basketball. They started, uh, Christian Woods got hot and put them up, I think, 13, 15 points, and then all of a sudden they started coming down and jacking up willy-nilly shots. And uh, uh, the Suns caught fire. They started making shots. Devin Booker made a couple of shots. Uh, uh, Cam Johnson made a couple of shots. And then uh, uh, Steph Curry's brother-in-law, Damon Lee, yep. came in and hit a big three, and then he hit the game winner. 
He played really well for him down the stretch. But I was surprised. I, I was surprised that the, the Mavs were not able to hold because I thought they were just the way the game started and the way it was going through three quarters, Skip. I was like, okay, this is a replay of what transpired in the West. Sure Department. looked like it. And nope. Uh, give them credit. Give the uh, the uh, and guess what? They did this without CP3. CP3 left with 641 left in the ball game. He did. And Monty Williams says, I'm going to ride with these guys. Mm -hmm. And I, he, see, uh, clearly, he didn't have it last night, Skip. I think he's one for six he from the three-point line. He was yep. not playing particularly mm -hmm. well. Yep. And Monty made a he's decision. He's one for six from the field. From the yep. field. Yep. Yeah, I think he's over from the three-point mm -hmm. line, over for two. Yep. And, uh, and Monty Williams says, you know what? I'm going to ride these young guys. I'm going to ride these guys. And he did. But I was surprised that the Mavs, as well as they played through three quarters, weren't able to close this thing out. Monty Williams got guts, man. Yeah. He, he, when he decides, he just decides. It doesn't matter if it's DeAndre Ayton, he'll go face to face with him, or CP3, or you're just, you don't have it tonight. Let's go this way. If they had lost this game, it would have been devastating. And I, I don't say that about game ones, but the, off game seven last year to a game one to get blown out at home again by Dallas, I think it would reverberate through this whole season. And I'm skeptical about whether Aiton wants to be there or what their chances are this year. But th they survived last night. And what did it take? It took the newcomer from Golden State to do it, somebody who wasn't there last right. year, Damian Lee, who played four, the last four years at Golden State. He played 20 minutes a game last right. year, averaged seven. But in the fourth quarter, he scored 11 points. He hit three threes, threes. in yep. the fourth quarter. And then he hit the, the fadeaway right. that gave them the two-point cushion. Right. But, man, I was disappointed in your MVP favorite, Baby Bird, he's more like Baby Sparrow last night. But uh, you know, he didn't shoot the three ball well, Skip. No. But he was thirteen to thirteen from the free throw line. I, I was going to say the good news was thirteen to thirteen, and that is progress, man, yeah. for him because he's a seventy percent free right. throw shooter. But two of ten, here yeah. we go again. Yeah. Two of ten from three, it will not work. And he missed both his threes in the fourth quarter to be, as Jen pointed out, a game worse minus twelve in the fourth quarter. But he did have a look at the end of the game. To try to, th this would have won the game. I think he wanted it. a pick because yep. he was he was motioning yep. like, okay, come give me a, give me a screen, let me, let me so I can get a smaller yeah, guy. This on ended me. up being a thirty-four foot shot. I, I think we have, maybe we don't have it yet, but um, th this was to win the there game. Right here. Yeah, here we go. This is to win the game, and it was short, but he, he just couldn't get enough on it. I, I think he couldn't create enough space quickly enough. To I think get, he wanted he wanted somebody he wanted to pick on somebody. Yeah. And that again, that was for the win because it right. was a two-point game. Two-point game, yeah. So, are you still sold on him as the MVP? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I think I had Giannis as the MVP. Yeah. But Skip, he, he's a phenomenal player. You know that. You know that. You know he's the real deal. Yeah, I just don't like the two of ten because that's who he is. But two of ten from three. But now you watch tomorrow night. He's probably yeah. going to be six of ten. Yeah, he is going to miss Jalen Brunson, who, by the way, almost propelled the Knicks to victory. Mm -hmm. At Memphis, he was their driving force. But the Mavericks, I mean, they, Skip, they got Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. coming off the bench. Yeah. So they're gonna get they're gonna get quality production off the bench. We know yep. Tim Hardaway Jr. can get hot from the three point line, and Christian Wood, you, who's a twenty ten guy. Yeah. He, he scored sixteen straight points in a four minute period. Yeah. So, so he will help them a lot. That three listen, ten from the free throw line, though. Hey, but but Jalen Brunson last year, every time they needed hoops, he got hoops. They dodged. I mean, Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix dodged a bullet on I'd that one. Say. But I still believe the Mavericks are a better team. Mm. Well, they probably are. But I don't know about Baby Sparrow. 21 or 34 from the free throw line. That's what got you beat. Yep. I agree. Hey, Shannon, you brought up Giannis a moment ago. Do you think 
he or Embiid gets the win tonight. Let's talk about this Bucks Sixers game coming up next on Undisputed. Joel Embiid and the 76ers hosting Giannis and the Bucks tonight after coming off a season opening loss to the Celtics Tuesday. The Bucks are without all-star Chris Middleton due to wrist surgery. Shannon, who wins tonight? I'm going to take the Sixers only because Chris Middleton is not playing and the Bucks are one and two against the Sixers without Middleton. So I'm going to take, I think Giannis is going to have an unbelievable ball game, probably somewhere between 35 and 40 points, somewhere between 12 and 16 rebounds, and probably five to six assists. But that's not going to be enough to overcome the tandem of James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid. So I'm going to say the Sixers win a close ball game. Mm. I thought you loved Giannis. I, I thought he was invincible. Once they get Chris Middleton back, they're coming out of the East. I've got the Sixers coming out of the East, which Whatever. is why I need the Sixers to win this game at home in which they are favored by four points. It, it's almost like a must win psychologically because the, the, the big three played pretty well at Boston, right. but they never really stayed in the game to me. And I was disappointed overall in the ball movement because it still looked like a bunch of solo acts to yeah. me. So at home, in the home opener, you need to rise and shine because your roster is completely healthy. They still don't have Connaughton, obviously Ingles, uh, along with Chris Middleton. So you, you need to go ahead and show us yeah. tonight. So once they get those guys back, they're going to yeah. have shooting, they have inside out, y'all in trouble. No, I don't He's think so because Embiid is better than your guy. Better than what? He's just what? better. He just, he's more don't of a do beast. That, don't he do is. that. Don't watch. do that. Giannis. Just watch. Greek. He'll put the number on him tonight. Big number. Yeah. He'll outplay him. Tonight. Mm -hmm. But when it matters the most, mm -hmm. remember what he did to him last year? Mm -hmm. You remember last year when he went to Philly? Same thing he I did. I just care about tonight. Okay. Give me four points and I take no Chris more. Middleton, no, an integral part of what they do. No Guys, great show. Shannon, again, congrats on that record. That's it for us.